free. That kind of can't. That's where you'll be on. Evil. Pound. Evil. Be on your AT&T and believe what he The opinions expressed by Neil, his guests, or his callers do not represent those of WQAM. Hey, the people at Toronto Airport are evil, too. The immigration customs people. Now, evil. The Roger Show on 560 WQAM. The sky is falling. I'm a madly throbbing fan of Fort Hall Radio And all the pumps of muscle jocks who speak in monotones In the bleachers I'm a macho sport hole that gave dreams Of how I want to pump my muscle in between their cheeks I dig the jocks I dig I dig the jocks, jocks, jocks Sports is all that matters if you want to get me firm. I'm aware of women, but they just get on my nerves. I like dropping athletes' names as if they really know me. In the company of lonely sport holders and curves, I dig the jocks. I dig the jocks, jocks, jocks. Fanny slapping, towel snapping, manly jocks are sweating. I would like to lick their legs all the way to heaven. In the sports bar, knocking back a brew with all the guys. Watching games at the one hand goes running up my thighs. I kick the jocks in white tube socks. I kick the jocks, jocks, jocks. Sport holes gush about athletes all thin, dewy, and sweaty. Let me strap these garters on and change my name to Betty. One day on a sport hole show, they talked about cleats. How did they know listeners are into huffing feet? I think the jocks. Sports always matter. I think the jocks, jocks, jocks. Sports is the only thing that matters. In fact, sports always matters. Nothing else in life is more important than sports. We're going to camp, baby. Let me tell you, we're all going off. We're going to pack our bags and go off to camp. How's that sound? All right. You pack your bags, though. Don't take them to a Pearson Airport. Let me. In fact, don't take them to any airport. Just to travel naked. Right, I ain't going anywhere anymore. Can't afford to. Unless you walk. Maybe. Here's George's poll from yesterday. See, I'm trying to start on an upbeat note because i got nothing positive to say the rest of the four hours today. Okay. Is he going to be whining again? Is he going to be complaining? All he does is whine and complain. Whine again. Oh, my God. They're paying him all that money to whine and complain. That's right. You know, something if they wanted to operate like a real business and treat people like human beings and we wouldn't whine and complain. We'd say, hey, everybody, how you doing? The sun is shining here. It's a beautiful day. It is. It's going to be about 87, 88. Here's George's poll from yesterday before I get into that memo. I, w I was going to spend most of the time on the uh, trip that I just had. It was an unscheduled trip because, remember, last Thursday people said, Oh, uh, where are you going on vacation? I said, I'm not going anywhere. Well, as of Thursday, that was correct. 
But as of Friday, when Paco got his passport, then it became less than correct. And as of Monday, when we got on the plane, the three of us, at uh, Pearson and headed off to Europe, then it turned out not to be correct at all. Three days in Rome, three days in Amsterdam. Could have been a lot of fun. And you're supposed to say, was it? Was it? Was it? Uh, no! Oh. What's more pointless? That's your poll from yesterday. In fact, I was thinking uh, the polls could have been a good choice. <laughs> then we wouldn't have to do them anymore. Right. I thought yeah. of a lot of other options after the fact. You know how that goes. What's more pointless? 886 votes, which is pretty good considering you said you snapped it on there just before yeah, the like, show. Like three I did till. the same thing today, too, because we got back yesterday after just an incredibly uh, bizarre adventure at the airport. I mean, you wouldn't even believe it. I can't believe I survived it. Why is it that old dykes are so bitter and nasty? Nasty bitch. I don't know. But anyway, um, got back and uh, slept, so I never put a pull on for today. I lay down. Uh, actually, see, the mistake was instead of laying down for a nap on the couch, I lay down in bed with the eye. The plan being I'm going to take a nap for a couple hours and then get up and do you know some stuff. And I lay down at, I don't know, 8 o'clock at night last night and woke up mm -hmm. at 8.15 this morning. Twelve hours. I needed it. You got that time change, you know, six-hour time difference? Right. Sure. So now my body clock is 4.05 in the afternoon, so what am I doing working, for Christ's sakes? Sure, What's yeah. more pointless, George asked? Braille on a drive through ATM, 2.59. Religion, 2.44. How about if we just have Braille um, roads and stuff? Sure. Oh, they have these... Who was telling me? My friend Dave was telling me about these new uh, little cars that uh, automatically uh, park. Mm-hmm. It's like a smart car or something like that. A smart car, yeah. I, I don't understand how that works. Um, it uh, it has a program in it. If you're going to do parallel right. parking, right. you press a button and you would right. program, and it automatically parallel it has, parks. Right, it has little sensors that uh, does it for you. Oh. And what if it makes a mistake? Well, hopefully it doesn't. Braille on a drive through ATM, 259, a strong second religion, 244, pointless. Once you're dead, you're dead, baby, you're done, finished. All this crap with the angels and with heaven. Oh, God. Heaven and hell. You're going to burn in hell, mister. Yeah. Non-alcoholic beer, 206. Decaffeinated coffee, 66. Men hitting on lesbians, 57. Internet romance, 31. And strippers sanitizing the pool, 23. I don't, I don't know what that means. Well, there, you know, you've seen strippers. They swing around that pole. The stripper pole. Sanitizing it. They take, like, a moist towelette or something like that and clean the pole off before their sessions, some of them. Oh, do they really? Some do. Well, probably a lot of guys clean their pole before their sessions, too. Well, they should. They ought to, yeah. be a really good idea. Is that Chris Dodd there on, uh, look at that, the Dow is down over 200 points already. And you can see what is happening. You can see uh, down 208 and dropping. And the S&P is way down, too, for the S&P guy. Guess what? The S&P is down. Bad. Here's my welcome back call, I'm sure. QAM. Welcome back, Neil. We miss you. Okay, here's the uh, poll we got for today. It's an oldie I brought back, but what do you expect? You want me to put something new and exciting on there on my first day back? Huh? And then i got to work again on Thursday, for Christ's sake. The good news being the first week in August I have off onto this deal every year, so George will be on for that week again, too. Aren't you excited? No. Who are the cheapest people, we asked? 141 votes already. French Canadians, 87. Jews, 38. Cubans, 10. And the Dutch, 6. I voted for the Dutch. There's nobody even close to them. Cheap, 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 cheap. That's why Amsterdam is so old and uh, stodgy. 
Well, I voted for the frogs. There since Jesus was a baby. What? I voted for the frog Canadians. Yeah, so would everybody else. Mm -hmm. So anyway, before I go into any details about our trip, I mean, for almost a year now, I've been telling Paco I'm going to take him to Europe, blah, 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 get your, um, you know, get your documents and stuff. And finally, he gets him, gets the passport on Friday, all excited. And of course, when you make a trip at the last minute like that, the airfare is just gigantic, humongous, especially when you go business class. So this thing cost me a freaking fortune, not to mention, of course, his wild shopping spree in Rome. Don't ever take anybody who's a clothes hog, male or female, to Rome and let them go on a shopping spree un unattended. Yeah, that's going to happen soon. What? I'm going to take a clothes hog to Rome. No, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the audience. You're not taking anybody anywhere. You just right. got through saying you can't even yeah. afford a bicycle. That's right. But you just signed a new contract. Let's hear it for George. Oh! Just signed a new deal with a big 3% pay increase from Jolly Joe Bell. Who is the most evil, I was going to say human being, but he's not in that category. The most evil thing that has ever stalked the earth is your general manager. And I told you that the first couple of weeks he was uh, on, on our uh, ship. Yep. I said, this man makes Captain Quig seem normal. Devious and dangerous. Evil. At least Captain Quig was like uh, just nuts, you know. With his strawberries. I counted the strawberries before I went to bed. Right, that's right. That, that's a great movie. Came you and I still love Robert Francis, even though he's dead. Isn't that his name, the guy that, yes. uh, yes. Willie? Yep. Willie? Yeah, he, not now he won't. Not, no. Oh, man, he was a pretty guy. Oh, don't start talking that fag talk already. You just got back. Well, why the hell not? I'll talk all the fag talk I want. How do you like? I'm, I'm just going to go out of control these next five and a half years. You'll see. I'm going to talk about whatever the hell I want. And, I, and these people who run this company are losers, man. They're afraid of their own shadow. And here's the proof. Now, how much did you talk about this food delivery memo? Oh, well, the, you know, the day that it came out and uh, periodically. But, well, you know, I mean, didn't rail on it continuously. Why not? What's, what's the point? What's the point? Yeah, because it didn't change anything. Why would you do it? Because you can. I did some. Because if ever there was something that they deserved their ass ripped just broadly, bleeding, hemorrhaging from, this is it. This, this memo about food delivery, this is the epitome of what's wrong with WQAM, what's wrong with Beasley Broadcasting, what's wrong with Jolly Joe Bell, what's wrong with the entire operation, man. Spineless and spiteful and hateful, anything nasty. He must, he must get off on this. He must just, just pissing people off and aggravating everybody. You can't complain about the morale at QAM because there isn't any. And that's the freaking truth. Am I right? Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Right. I'd even bring him back for general manager. Before this creature we got. This tubby creature. This, this goofball. This hateful, evil thing. So how did uh, the deal go when you, when you signed your deal with him? Did you actually have to see him or what? Yeah, we sat in his office and, uh, you know, went over you it. You sat on it? Yeah. I believe that. And? And that was it. It was pretty much the uh, the same as my old one. Uh, you know, I have no options, no power, and they have no all money. of it. And, uh, you know, I'm stuck no here money. and uh, no money. And they get to treat me like crap and make me do whatever the hell they want, including washing cars. My job description is purposefully nebulous so that they can uh, work me whenever, wherever, doing whatever. And uh, i got to do it. And how long was this thing? Is it like to coincide with my uh, five-year extension? No, it's only three years. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Uh, he said we might want to talk about something different around that time. Who knows? Or uh, fire your ass. Who knows? We might want to talk about something different at that time? Yeah. 
Like maybe give you a new, uh, your own show. Is that what he said? He didn't say those words. Was he thinking that? Uh, I think it was implied. Was it really? Something like that. Wow. How about two to four sounds good? I see, he's, I see he's still on. No, he's not on today, though. Curtis is on today. Oh, the jerk show in Vegas. All right. Well, there's a lot of losers in Vegas. I just mentioned that in passing. You hear the sirens? They're coming to take us away. You hear it? I hear it. Big uh, ambulance, or no, a fire truck going around the corner. I don't know the difference anymore. I'm old and senile and pooping my pants a lot. 1013 at 560 WQA. Just keeps getting bigger. The wife of baseball all-star Alex Rodriguez filed divorce papers today in Miami. Some media reports have suggested A-Rod may be romantically linked with singer Madonna. A-Rod did Madonna, marital deceit. Gonna need a lawyer when you always cheat. Show her the money, you must pay the rest. Did so many women she could smell. Cheesecake. Ooh, look at that ass. It's a 1018 at 560 WQM. Happy Tuesday to the 15th of Julio. George will be back on tomorrow. Don't get panicky. And then I do Thursday and then I'm off for another four days. And then the first week in August, I'll be off for another week. Ask me if I'm going back to Europe in August or anywhere else. No. No. Can't afford to. So if you put in for a little uh, extra for me while you were in that meeting with Jolly Joe. Oh, for the poll, somebody wants to add the Chinese. Oh, there's plenty yeah. of... Uh, very, very cheap Chinese mon. Mm -hmm. And QAM management. Instead of that, I'd rather we had just add Joe Bell. Okay. Okay. Got it? The Chinese. It. How's Chris doing? Is he still fat? Yes. <laughs> Come on. You won't be so fat if we can't get all that free food for you. Well, that is correct. See, that's another aspect of that memo, which I'll get to and spend at least 15, 20 hours ranting about. It's another aspect of it. We got... You know, the, the little people work for peanuts. Mm -hmm. And now you can't even get any peanuts because uh, the only way people will bring you peanuts is if you tell the audience where you got them for free. Oh, we don't want you having any lunches because, oh, blah, 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 because I said so, because you're an idiot. And don't give me all that FCC crap. If you want to make it into a spot, put it on the log, that's all. Remember we went through that at IOD, remember that? Nope. Well, you probably weren't involved back then. You were just a punk. That's right. Now look. Now take a look. Yeah, look at me now. So George just got this. This is bad news on my first day back from vacation. I know. From Amazon.ca. No yeah, and every other email, like, uh, you know, once a week, once every other week, they're still looking any minute now. You know that Hello kind of from Amazon.ca. It says, we're sorry to report we won't be able to obtain the following item from your order. Author John Gwachowski, the slot machine answer book, second edition, how they work, how they've changed, how to overcome the house advantage in paperback. Although we'd expected to be able to send this item to you, we've since found it's not available from any of our sources at this time. We realize this is disappointing news to receive, and we apologize for any inconvenience we've caused you. We must apologize also for the length of time it's taken us to reach this conclusion. 
Until recently, we'd still hope to obtain this item for you. We've canceled this item from your order. Your credit card will not be charged for this item. Thank God, because you only pay for items when we ship them to you. We apologize for any inconvenience caused by this delay. Your order is now closed. It's closed. Yep. Damn well, thanks anyway, though. And yeah. I, don't need, I don't need any stupid-ass book. In fact, the day before we left, and my friend Dave came up from uh, Tennessee, where he's got his second home with his girlfriend and her 85 kids and uh, 20 dogs and stuff. Anyway, we're getting ready to go on our trip. So he and I, and we, of course, I drove him out to a Woodbine. Naturally, right? Naturally. And I played quick hit, of course, right? Right. And on the two-cent machine, I won 2100 bucks. Nice. And he just was flabbergasted. Flabbergasted. I just got the touch, man. Don't ask me how. I don't know. I got the touch. And, of course, uh, when you're spending money like I am, you better be winning a lot of money. Oh, my phone's ringing. Hang on. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I don't have any killer music. Filler music. First day back, and he's already leaving I know. What a slacker. Wait. Probably he's booking. Wait. Of Canadian high school sports. The Hugo Hunt? Yeah. Better than Canadian water polo or something. What? I hear him coming back. I heard this this uh, dentist of mine, I'm, oh. I'm glad she called her because I forgot all about it. i got another dental appointment. He's got to replace a couple of fillings. They're old and nasty. 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, so you may think i got a great day off tomorrow. i got to go get drilled. Well, they're worse, worse things. Yeah, uh-huh. Ask Duff. He'll tell you. So anyway, here's this memo that came out on July the 9th. Now, let's see. Tomorrow's the 16th, so last Wednesday. We can go tomorrow. Memo to all... Now, you know, because it's the summertime, there are probably a lot of people didn't hear this. People are traveling. They're in. They're out. They're up. They're down. They're whatever they are. Memo to all staff from Josh Darrow, carbon copy Joe Bell, date July 9, 2008, Ray Food Delivery. Here's what it says, and I'll read it exactly the way it's written on this piece of paper. From this point moving forward... All food ordered to the radio station must be bought and paid for. We can no longer receive food free of charge. Any food or restaurant mentioned on the air must be tied to a sales or promotions program. You can still talk about restaurants and food on the air as it relates to legitimate show content. That's the end. That's what it says. We can no longer receive food free of charge. And, of course, this is obviously written by a schmuck who doesn't realize. And, of course, he's eaten plenty of free food, Clarence. Tons of it. Pretending not to realize that one of the perks, one of the few perks of working in the business, especially for the hunderlings, is getting the free food. When you're paying people like 50 cents an hour like Fat Chris there, how the hell can he maintain that girth when he can't accept free food? Because nobody's going to be sending free food if you can't give him a plug on the ear. It's always been that way. It's plugola. Big deal. Everybody does it. It goes on everywhere. But Jolly Joe Bell decided they were talking too much about Howie's and whoever else in the morning on, on the morning show. Well, you know what? Punish them for it. Take them out there and whip their, their ass. Always the way it is. And I don't believe that anyway, because although I don't hear that much of the show, but I think they probably do the same thing that we do. You know, we got a breakfast this morning. It was great. Thank you, et cetera, and so on. Right? I don't know. But, yeah, I assume. Yeah. I don't think they do, like, whole segments where they go on and on and on and, you know, spend the whole show thanking anybody for bringing them some free chow. you? No, I don't know. Although, to be honest with you, it might be an improvement over some of that sports crap. But nevertheless, 
And I'm sure you won't disagree with that. Not at all. I mean, what would you rather talk about, food or people who sniff jockstraps? No uh, contest. Mm-hmm. What about you, Chris? Uh, you oh, know, well, yeah. I'm asking you. Well, you know. There's more sirens out there, boy. They're just going ballistic now that I'm back. They probably all week long there was not one siren in the whole city. You hear it? Mm-hmm. They're just going apeshmit, going nuts. Now, where do I, I, you know, I read this yesterday. It was sitting in my fax machine along with a bunch of other chazarai. And I thought to myself, oh, brother, this should be our biggest problem, okay? Isn't it? This is a man who has come in and destroyed the radio station, butchered the ratings, destroyed the lineup, pushed out the humper, pushed out Eddie Kay, put on shows that have oh, numbers oh, 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 like that. Oh, oh. And now his biggest thing he's got to worry about is whether we give a plug to the nice people who bring the food in. I mean, it's, it's, it's been this way ever since the day we sat our ass down in this radio station ten and a half years ago. Am I correct? Yeah. We had uh, Tony's uh, used to bring all the pies and, of course, uh, uh, pizza love, which I don't know how that would work because he spo- was a sponsor all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. Ponytail. Any food or restaurant mentioned on the air must be tied to a sales or promotions program. Well, what if they, uh, you know, we got our, our restaurant thing with Japango coming up Thursday. They'll be right. bringing in food again. Well, that's what I'm going to do, at least, uh, you know, slowly but surely. What are you going to do? Little by little, make arrangements through the sales department to have a sponsor bring food in every now and again, besides just on Thursday, you know. Do it all on the up and up, if you will. Make sure there, there's country. nothing that's not on the up and up about uh, giving a plug. And if you want to log it, if you're worried about the FCC, which I'm sure he's not. No, it has but, nothing to do with uh, how can we jeopardize our license when we don't even have one? It has nothing to do with license. No. It has to do with Joe Bell being what he is. What he is. The worst. leader. The old God. Where the mugwumps go to hang from trees and play banjo. You got some who own a station on newfangled radio. Now as Nord. Carolina goes, Raleigh's a big city, you know, and that's where the Beasleys had to go for Jolly Riley Joe. A new GM, he'll do what he can, shake your hand like a friend, then quickly walk away. (laughs) They had Joe. Go to 560 with ratings in the toilet bowl to get those flaming sport homos in order and control. <laughs> and then so, Jolly Raleigh Joe, a buckler and in the know, he lets Mo go and here's what blows, gives Geldy his old show. He'll make a big change and rearrange. It's worse or the same. He hasn't done a thing. For what goes on the air at two, Joe don't have a stinking clue about a four. Not that essentially blows sport all radio. No, the GM of 560, Jolly Raleigh Joe. Oh, 10:32. He's done a heck of a job, baby. Two and a half years of butchering. He's like, a, he like a, you know, remember Leave It to Beaver, the Cleaver family? Sure. He's got the Cleaver. 
and he's chopping and slicing and dicing and chewing and oh. Now before I get back, although at the end of the uh, segment there, I said it's not about the FCC, and you said no, it's not, which implied to me that you know what it's all about. Sure. What is it all about? He thought that uh, the shows, particularly the morning show, was spending too much time giving free plugs to people that weren't buying spots on the station, and so he put a stop to all of it. No, 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 well, no. Too many plugs to people that were buying spots on the station? No, no, no. Bringing free bringing food. food. Bringing free That's food. That's what you said. There was too much. Sorry. What I meant to say is too much free food for plugs going on here. He's full of crap. How and once in a while I'll say you guys get uh, food in today. You say yeah, yeah. like uh, thanks to Howie's or whatever the hell you say, and that's it. How long does that go on? About five seconds. Apparently, it was the morning show that went. Uh, what he so what the hell we got to do with the, the freaking top. morning show, huh? That's what I'd like to know, huh? I huh? Guess, yeah, I guess he huh? didn't want to have a double standard. Why can't they just, like adults, instead of making these stupid memos, why can't, like adults, they sit down, you know, they have all their ding-dong school sessions all the time, and say, oh, by the way, guys, the cut it down, you know, chop it down. Like George Washington and the cherry tree, well, chop no it fun. down. That's not draconian. That's no fun. A-hole. Miserable a-hole. This, this, this takes us back to the day at IOD. Was it Boy Gary or was it uh, Steve Nichol? It was Boy Gary. No food in the studio. That's what, that's, I joined the show right after that memo. No food in the studio. Right. And I said, your mama. Right. Your mama. Your mama so socks in hell. Go away. We're eating all the food we want. I mean, it's a midday show. We're on from 10 to 2. That's generally speaking lunchtime for most people falls in that category, in that time frame. WQAM, hello. Neil, please. Speaking, please. Hey, Neil. Um... I was wondering what you thought about the uh, the front cover of the New Yorker magazine yesterday. Well, what is there to think about it? It's obnoxious and grotesque and uh, right wing crap. Well, what is it? What else is there to think about it? Consider yeah. the uh, I I agree. I agree. Um, well, is, is I it think... a debate? Is it a debatable point? You say, well, I don't understand. Is it debatable? I think we should have you on the front page of the New Yorker in Amsterdam with a big joint in your mouth and a wiener in your butt. <laughs> Here's a fact that says, and of course, hopefully this is wrong. I mean, talk about going from the frying pan to the fire. I bet you they're right. What, Dave Lamont is coming to do two to four? Sounds right. It isn't going to be D.A. Well, why would it be D.A. when he's got a oh, point oh. On, uh, at night, even though he's following dead air? Because he talks gump. Then, uh, Okay. I don't think it's so. Good enough for them, but no, it's not going to no, be. No, no. Let me tell you. Even, even oh, point. Oh. No, that's not good enough for anybody. The memo, the fact says, "Hey Neil, I heard that Dave Lamont was carrying from WBGG and WIOD. Maybe Joe Bell is hiring that gas bag from two to four. Gas bag is right, man. You talk about farts a lot. That's his claim to fame, Dave Lamont. Also, in addition to which, is just uh, he was a sports nerd guy. He was like, uh, you know." And all of a sudden, he's doing the morning show on IOD, and he's doing this. And, uh, Dave he's a, uh, Lamont! Right. Where the hell did that come from? I, I don't pulled know it out of my ace. Evidently. I don't think I got that. Yeah, you do. QAM-Real Jingle number 20. What? What? You have it. Number 20? Yeah. Let's keep scrolling. Dave Lamont! Oh, I got it. And then there's always... Ed Kaplan! And even... The Oh, not them. The Marlins. 
Anyway, this also says, also saw your buddy Rick Shaw is promoting a charity concert called Geezerpalooza, geezerpalooza2008.com. Attaboy, Ricky Ticky. Keep him busy, man. Keep active. Keep spending that money. The economy needs our help. I sure as hell just spend a lot of money. Oh, my God. And then this says, from Beasley Broadcast Miami, Beasley Miami Broadcast Pirate Radio, licensed and legal. Whoa. Did you talk about this? No, I just saw this. I don't know that. Beasley's Miami Cluster is pleased to announce that through the technology of HD Radio, Power 96 on Friday began multicasting unique programming on its sister station, 96-2 Pirate Radio. The HD2 broadcast is available for free and crystal clear CD quality sound for those with access to an HD radio receiver. Pirate radio refers to those pesky unlicensed radio stations, not uncommon in Miami, that pop up illegally overnight and interfere with legitimate broadcast signals. Taking irony to a new level, Miami's Rhythmic CHR Power 96 has introduced 96-2 Pirate Radio, an HD2 channel airing the hottest reggae, calypso, dance hall, so, uh, what? Soca and Roots. What is Soca? I don't know. Island sounds. With sassy oh, delivery okay. imaging that captured the essence of Pirate Radio while abiding by the rules. 96-2 Pirate Radio is completely licensed and legal with an extremely appealing air of disrespect and irreverence. Thomas Manning, Power General Manager, commented, With the ethnic diversity in South Florida, 96-2 Pirate Radio provides a genre of entertainment that really caters to the core segment of the population. And as listeners in general are increasingly more vocal about music choices, this should definitely fill a void Rectum. in the South Florida community. With South Florida with South Florida being the power radio capital of the world, this was a natural for us, added Tom. Beasley introduces Dash, uh, but uh, this doesn't make any sense. Who's, who's Calicochi? Program director? Is that He's the like their, their ops manager, uh, program director, yeah. It was also a great way to get people excited about HD radio and the free choices that are available. Now that includes 96-2 power radio, he said. Also, it says about Beasley Broadcast Miami. In the Miami market, Beasley's three radio stations introduce Power 96F, uh, what are they? Oh, include Power 96, Kiss Country, and Sports Radio 560 QAM, all of which broadcast with HD radio technology available to those with access to an HD radio receiver, all five of them. Nobody has them. Power 96 and Kiss Country multicast sister stations, Dash 2 Power Radio and Outlaw Country formatted Gretchen 99.9, respectively, that can be accessed by tuning an HD receiver to Oh, it just goes on and on and on about stuff that nobody's listening to because nobody's got it. We don't got it. Even if we want to, we don't got it. And talking about our crystal clear signal, that's got to be, that has to be one of the most amusing things I've heard in a long time. 216 votes on my nifty polder about who's the cheapest of them all. Joe Bell's got 12 votes, you'll be pleased to know, George. That's probably an honor of you. Ah. Uh, WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Buenos dias. Uh, now that the second half of the season's getting ready, I was wondering if you were going to root for the Cubs. No, I'm not. I root, I root for them. Just in honor of you, I root for them to lose every day. <laughs> yeah, you, you'll see. You'll see they're going to go into that swoon, the likes of which you've never seen. A swoon. Lots of luck, Neil. Lots of luck to you. You'll need it. I'm not the one rooting for the Cubs. Some people never learn their lesson. Same old boring crap about baseball. About the... Nobody cares, sir. A bunch of fools in Chicago care, and people like you. People haven't learned their lesson. What is it? It's only the 15th of July. Plenty of time for the June swoon. Later than usual, but it'll you'll see. I haven't even gotten really back to this memo about the food delivery. I don't let me do more than three, four hours on it. The best talent. Sports Radio 560 QAM. 
Jim, the fourth leader. Thank it, baby. I'm gonna cut my balls so I can have sex with you. Cut my balls so I can have sex with you. I'm gonna cut my balls so I can have safe sex with you. I'm gonna cut my balls for a no stress trouble free screw. Six fourteen before eleven at five sixty WQM. Let's take a look at that schedule. Good news. Yeah. Curtis is on two to four today. Oh. oh. Noah jerks today. He must be en route because he's doing a show tomorrow. I see from Vegas. Oh my God. Maybe he'll stay there. And then Thursday mm. and Friday he's doing a show the rest of the week in Vegas. What's he doing in Vegas, Chris? Um, I have no idea actually. See, when you say, um, it usually indicates that there's going to be some answer. Yeah, yeah well, I asked a couple people the other day, and they didn't know either, so. Maybe he's moving there. So, anyway, Curtis is on 2 to 4. Then we got the DA show 4 to 7. Don't tell me Mad Dog's on vacation this week, too. All week. All week. So, we got D, uh, DA between 4 and 7. Dolphins tonight, 7 and, uh, to 8. That's that uh, horrible. I mean, and then uh, 8 o'clock, we got the Major League All-Star game. Baseball, baby, going to be watching? No. No, no chance. And then ESPN Radio overnight to ensure that we start with a big O oh. for the big O. Isn't that appropriate? Okay. That we have a big O oh. for the big rock solid O. Oh. Right. Look at all the votes we got in that pool already, man. We might get 300 today. 228 vote. Who are the cheapest people in the world? French Canadians, 120. Jews, 63. Cubans, 17. Joe Bell, 16. Attaboy, Jolly Joe. Speaking of slicing your nuts off, Dutch, 9, and Chinese, 3. Uh, you know those real sharp, old-fashioned razors that they use, like, in barbershops to shave you with? Mm-hmm. When they, like, shave your neck and stuff and crap? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, straight right. That's what that's what I think ought to happen today in honor of this memo about the food delivery and stuff. I think we ought to get Luca Brazzi and a couple of other big guys to go in that orifice, drag his ass out of there, and tie him to a gurney during the show, during this show, of course, and have somebody slice his nuts off with one of those really, really super sharp razors. Or maybe one that's not so sharp. Maybe a rusty old one. Ooh. Wouldn't that be more painful? Look like tetanus. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, yeah. We could promo- promote it for a week. Put up billboards. 
And we could have Jesse Jackson do a thing about it, too. Cut his nuts off. Let's cut his nuts off. <laughs> Did you talk about that? Yeah, of course. What a what a miserable, <laughs> Today, rotten, bigoted son of a bitch, Jesse Jackson. Court. My God, I'd rather... Uh, Michael Jackson is, is a pillar of society compared to him. Slimeball. Scumbucket. How come we can say scumbucket, but we can't say... Um, because bag? you asked. Oh, that's right. Can we say that? Oh, no! If you had to ask, you should know you can't say that on the radio. Just unbelievable. Who was I just talking about? Jesse Jackson. Jesse Jackson, see? I can't remember because I'm old and senile now, and I poop in my pants a lot. Jesse freaking Jackson. The Reverend Jesse Jackson, don't forget, with his illegitimate kid, and with his uh, Jaime Town crap, and now with his, uh, I'd like to cut his nuts off, what about Obama? You know, this guy's a piece of crap. And they still put him on television. That's what I don't understand, because the media are a bunch of whores, and they like other whores. Birds of a feather are corrupt together. And that's your people in the media. And that, look at that Dow is hovering. It's only down 159 now. Made a little bit of a comeback. Aren't you proud? Nope. Wait till about 1 o'clock, and then you'll see some real tourists, man. 145.77 a barrel of oil. You want to buy some? 145.77. Yeah, I got that right here. 77. From this point moving forward, all food ordered to the radio station must be bought and paid for. We can no longer receive food free of charge. You should take that memo, Jolly Joe, and wipe Clarence's ass with it, is what you ought to do. You ought to take a bunch of free slop from the slop shop. You know the slop shop? Didn't we do some appearances mm -hmm. there? Right. With Preston and his hen and those big elephants that used to, like, fart a lot and take big dumps in the sawdust That's in front right. of us there? Mm. Oh, my God. What a, what a pleasant environment that was to do a show in. The slop shop. Better not say it, though. They might be back on the air someday. Whatever happened to him? Did they put him away somewhere or what? No, he got out. Preston's hen? They, they hauled him off, but uh, let him back out. I thought they were going to put him in a loony bin or something. They were going to. And then they said, oh, that cell's reserved uh, for Jolly Joe Bell in that cell. And wouldn't that be swell? I'd like to see his big ass swell after he chopped his nuts off. I bet you, you would do it. You won't say it on the air, but I bet you would do it. <laughs> Sorry, my mouth's full of food. I see. Oh, mouth full of food from where? Oh, I don't know. It came from outside somewhere. <laughs> All right. Uh, somebody brought me some. No, they didn't. You went out and got your own chicken noodle soup here. And what about Chris? What are you going to be doing from now on? Uh, I guess I'll be bringing something from home. Bagging the lunch. Bringing a sandwich. Now, is that going to is that going to improve your morale? Are you going to feel better about coming to work, the fact you got to bring your own damn food? You know it. Oh, sure, of course. Anybody yeah. who ever even walked into a radio station, even if it was just to pee in the tea room or mm -hmm. on the floor, anybody who ever even walked to a radio station knows that one of the perks that everybody mm -hmm. knows about is getting free food. One of the ah. very few, as a matter of fact. Free food. And this man, again, in his never-ending attempt to depress the... Uh, the Folks, inside and outside, is playing Butch Boss again. No more of that. No more of that. Can't do it. I think you ought to get Ponytail to bring in a bunch of food. And I'll, well, talk I'll go it. ask the sales department. Ask them what? They're going to sell they some can, spots? They can They're going to sell some spots? <laughs> You're waiting for us to sell restaurants so that you can get free food and talk about that? <laughs> 
because this says any food or restaurant mentioned yeah. on here must be tied to a sales or promotions program. Right. This, to me, I, I think we uh, we have hit the absolute crisis, oh, uh, the, I don't the ultimate crisis level. There what? are a few other perks I can think of that they could take away. You're not getting those. Like, like what? Air conditioning. Luckily, they are have you, to be here, too. So. Are you forgetting when they were tarring the roof? Are you forgetting right. those days? No. We, had to, um, we don't have to pay for parking yet. Next week. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How are we doing, Bubba? Okay, sir. Good. Welcome back. Uh, I just turned, tuned in and heard about the food thing. What, what's the reasoning behind that? The reasoning, let, let me give you one quick answer, okay? Joe Bell is a hard ass. I, I just don't even understand his angle. I mean, well, cool. Uh, another thing, I was thinking about a way to get around it. What about if you just uh, give the guy a buck? What? Yeah. You know, just say, here, here's a dollar. We paid you. Discount. I don't know. Ain't going to cut it. Okay. Uh, second thing, too, uh, on the New Yorker, you were talking about the cover. Mm-hmm. I saw a thing in the nightly news last night. They were talking about it. I guess I didn't see it, but I guess there was a caption over the picture that said something along the lines like, the politics of fear. And, and the cartoonist was defending himself, saying, he was actually mocking the Republicans and their fear that, you know, Obama could yeah, be sure. he's a crazy mm-hmm. Muslim and so forth yeah. and so on. So there is one side of the story that it, it wasn't angled the way it kind of... There's only one side of the story. It's unacceptable. It's garbage. It's crap. Okay. And I also wanted to thank the president for the really low gas price. Okay, you're welcome. There he is now. Our system it is a consumer that drives our system. It's the end of- yeah, the consumer, which don't have any money anymore and can't even afford to uh, gas up anymore, thanks to you and your raghead buddies. What a miserable, talk about a bastard. Him and Jesse Jackson and Joe Bell. Oh, my God. That would be a good contest. By the way, a lot of people died while I was away. Tony Snow died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hubba Bubba. And uh, uh, Michael, uh, Dr. DeBakey died. Right. The uh, brilliant uh, brain surgeon. A great man. 99 years old. Sure. Wouldn't that something if you're like, you know, probably I would think psychologically you're hoping you make it to 100 if you get that old in your 90s. Mm-hmm. And then you make it to 99 and then, oh, like. I'm dying over here. Like that. Mm-hmm. Who else died? I don't know. No, you, yeah, you do. Well, Jesse Helms, but you were on. Were you still oh, on? Jesse Helms died just before. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now, there's one we can all have a big party sure, about. Sure, and I did. Almost enough to make you believe there is a God. Then you realize that we got Jolly Joe Beller at QM, and you know there's no God. There's only... No God! That's it. There's no God when you got Joe Bell crawling around, defecating all over the universe. That's what he's done. He's coming and he's taking his pants down and done a big, gigantic dump all over QAM. I can smell it all the way up here. Oh, God. Talk about beans for freaking breakfast. Jesus. The best talent. 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 The best The ambitions of the poorer players. He popped up beside one unfortunate man who was participating in a club championship. Look, he said, if you agree never to court a woman, flirt with a girl, or marry, I will help you win. Done, said the young golfer. The leprechaun was very pleased with his conniving ways and chuckled merrily. 
When the golfer was in the clubhouse being praised by the other members, the leprechaun popped up on the shelf of the locker and said, Hey, I have to have your name for my records. What is it? Adjusting his collar, the man replied, Father Murphy, now page two. A man has six children and is very proud of that achievement. So proud, in fact, he starts calling his wife mother of six in spite of her objections. Well, one night they go to a party and the man decides it's time to go home and wants to find out if his wife is ready to leave as well. He shouts at the top of his lungs, Shall we go now, mother of six? His wife, finally fed up with her husband, shouts back, Anytime you're ready, father of four, Paul Harvey. <laughs> Good day. Oh, and guess what movie I watched on the plane? On the plane, the plane. I give up. Based on the recommendations of some crazy people in this audience, and you told me you saw it, so we can discuss this intelligently. All right. Or not. There will be blood. I never saw that. I thought you said you've seen it. I never heard of it. Maybe Chris saw it. Maybe jog my memory a little. I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. Daniel Day-Lewis, uh, railroad right. entrepreneur or whatever. Uh-huh. One of the most annoying, depressing, morbid... Uh, it's by the guy that did... Um, what's his name? Paul something Anderson. What's his name? Uh-huh. Whatever his name. He did Magnolia. Oh. Which I love. This, I hate. I never heard of it. And I hated it so much that on the way back, I watched it again just to make sure it was as bad as wow. I thought it was the first time. Well, if I saw it, I completely uh, don't remember any part of it, including the title. It's about the guy who was uh, the, the oil guy, the oil prospector back in the late okay. 19th no. century. No, never, never saw, saw it. That? Never saw it. And about his supposed son who turns out that he just uh, picked him off a carriage somewhere. Oh, what, do you, what do you call him? Bastard in a basket. Ah, Bastard in a basket, kind of like our general manager. Basket case, you know, well, whatever. So, uh, and the movie is just incessantly loud music, loud violins, and, and just louder and louder to the point where you, I, I really think for the first time in my life, I felt watching this, I could go mad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It would just drive you insane. Mm-hmm. And, and and it would be one thing if the music made, it coincided with what was happening on screen. Yeah. But it never did. Huh. Thanks you for the warning. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. Oh, don't, don't, listen, I beg you, don't do it. And those idiots that called, oh, Neil, you got to see this movie. It's from last year. There will be blood. It's really great. Right up your alley. Right up my alley with what? Well, wrong alley, I guess. And you talk about a movie with no ending. Mm. The ending is inexplicable. Inexplicable. Oh, my favorite. It's just like, okay, well, what happened? Besides, he just smashed the guy's head with a bowling pin and uh, killed him. And uh, his uh, assistant comes down. Oh, uh, Mr. Uh, whatever his name is, uh, I'm, I guess I'm done. With whatever chore he was doing. In other uh-huh. words, just oblivious to everything that was going on in front of him. Mean, nasty, miserable bastard. Who was, uh, you know, and of course some of the workers in the oil drilling, they got, you know, fell into the uh, thing and got killed. And he didn't give a crap, you know. Just a, and then there was, of course, the, the um, preacher, preacher kid. Can't think of what his name was. Not that it makes any difference. Preacher kid, crazy evangelist, screaming at him. Mm-hmm. He's doing exorcisms and all kinds of crap. But don't worry, he killed him in the end anyway. So the, the evil guy. Oh, good. Daniel. Daniel. 
Daniel Proud, was it Proudfoot or something? No, not Proudfoot. That's an Indian name. Don't say that. Mm-mm. Sorry. I don't want to get in, you know, and lumped in with Defo and have people think I'm a Indian killer like that. Daniel uh, something, Plainview. I think that's the name. All right. It just goes on and on, and it's dark. It's really dark, you know. Oh yeah, I we hate really, that. Don't you hate that? It's darkly filmed, like you. Right, like you're going blind. That's right, like yeah, you're thinking. Yeah. When is when is it going to be like some daylight here, like like something? No excuse like in, for that. It is so dark that there are scenes where the screen is just almost black. Great. Like like you know the opening scene in The Godfather. Of course you do. Mm-hmm. That, that if if there's any criticism I have of that whole movie, it's the very beginning. It's so it's shot so dark you can barely see mm-hmm. anything, and you can also barely hear the audio. Am I right? Yep. There will be blood, my ass. Well, that depends on what you eat. WQAM, hello. You drink my milk. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, that movie sucks. Yeah, I no kidding. I, I can't believe I went to Blockbuster and rented that crap hole. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. I was going to call you the day that everyone called and was complimenting it, but I'm going to open my mouth too. Yeah, I don't see those people calling today to give me a rebuttal about how bad it was. It was just garbage. Garbage. The only good part was that preacher at the end with the pin. That was it, man. Yeah, when he killed him with a bowling pin, I like that. He deserved that it. it. I, don't, I don't mind ruining the movie because uh, I'll save them. I'll do him a big favor yeah, by saving the ride. Yeah, favor, man. And the, the reviews that movie got, I don't understand. It was just, talk about too intellectual, man. So, yeah, pseudo-intellectual. Now, even pseudo-intellectuals wouldn't like this. It's yeah, impossible to like. There was no point to it. There was right. no point to it. And the first yeah. 15 minutes I almost turned it off because all it was was drilling for oil, no conversation, and just right. lame. You know? Right, and, and a lot of loud music and frantic violin music, louder and louder and louder, and just <laughs> could drive you in. Am I right? You are correct. I agree. I agree. Well, thank you so much. Hey, take care and welcome back, Neil. Okay, thanks. Well, there you go. There's one right off the bat. Because the people that called in to recommend, and they were, oh, you got to see this, and you're going to love this. I hated it. Not only did I hate it, but I watched it the second time just to be positive. I hated it that much, and guess what? I did. Hated it. Not as much as I hate Jolly Joe Bell, but I hated it. WQAM, hello. Hi. QAM, hello. Yeah, I'm your friend. Yeah, okay, good. Very, very weak. He's got a new wow. uh, accomplice there, a bad one. Bad one. Oh, oh my God. That's start that imitating pathetic. that. <laughs> wow, if that's where you need to go to get your material, I'd say, yeah. oh, that would be a good idea. I used to wonder if there was anything lower than that. Just like uh, Daniel's fake uh, brother that was in the movie, too. This guy showed up, claimed to be his brother because he wanted to get all that money, you know? Mm-hmm. Wasn't really his brother. You know what he did? Oh, geez. Well, he was a hard-ass guy. You know, he didn't take any crap from anybody. And uh, if you did, crossed him like that. WQAM, hello. Movies are supposed to have a story. That movie... Didn't have a story at all. That's what was wrong with it. Yeah. He didn't care about any of the characters. That is correct. Except when he snatched Treat's face in. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, none, no Country for Old Men was the best movie of last year. That's it. Okay. No, it wasn't. Thanks. Don't watch it. You'll regret it. Really? Talk about non-ending, unacceptable. A good movie right up until it didn't end. Right up until they stopped telling you I'm what was going maybe on. maybe you ought to watch this one. I might. If it comes on cable, I'll... Uh... See, I like Daniel Day-Lewis. He's always uh, a good actor. You know something? There's there's nothing to like. Not the acting, really? not the, the wow. story, because there isn't any story. It's just about a guy who's uh, you know a prospector and a crook and uh, a money grabber and uh, a lunatic, and uh, I'm, that's it. 
And he just keeps doing all these horrible, unacceptable things. And there isn't a single character, even the kid who gets, he loses his hearing. There's an explosion, you know, where they're drilling, and he winds up losing his hearing. And so the kid goes deaf, and he tries to, like, uh, get some help for him, and unsuccessfully, and he's having some problems. So one day he takes the kid and gets on the train with him, like they're going to go somewhere. Yeah. And then he uh, says, he mouths the words to him, Oh, I have to go talk to the conductor. I'll be right back. Stay here. And he pats him on the head, and he takes off. He abandons his kid. <laughs> nice. Which turns out not to really have been his kid anyway, some kid, some bastard from a basket. And then later in life, they show a scene many years later when the kid is like, I don't know, early 20s, and he's going to go elope, uh, going to go to Texas with his bride-to-be and uh, walks out. Huh. And uh, Daniel keeps screaming, you're a bastard in a basket. Of course, he can't hear him anyway, so at least he didn't hurt his feelings. What? WQAM, hello. Yeah. Yep. It's based on the uh, Upton Sinclair. Yeah. You there? I'm here. I'm listening. Oh. It's based on the uh, Upton Sinclair novel, Oil. Yeah. That's a story. There isn't any story. That's... You ever hear Upton Sinclair? Did, yeah. Did you see the movie? Yeah. Did I ever hear of Upton Sinclair? No, I heard of Sinclair Lewis. No. I heard of... Well, what are you talking about? Are you some what kind do you of a mean, moral? No move. There's no story. What is the story? What do you, you want me to capsulize it in this phone yeah, call? You that, watched I, it? I want you to tell me you what the, the story is. You're the worst movie critic. Yeah, well, what's the story? Yeah, what's the story? <laughs> what do you mean, what's the what story? What is the story? What more don't you understand? You could have already told us five times, but you keep. You're, all you're doing is obfuscating because you know there's no story. I haven't seen the movie yet. Oh, yeah. What's <laughs> the <Much> question? <laughs> That was great. Remember Robert Robert uh, Q. Lewis? Yeah. I think he was kind of Upton Sinclair. Lewis. This corn sure is special, ain't it, Lewis? I'm going to tell you, if anybody, uh, seriously, if that's my challenge. I know nobody will meet it. If anybody can call in here and tell me why they recommended that movie or why they liked that movie, I think Joe Bell ought to come to your home and give you a whole bunch of money. Big bag of money. Keep your hands off yourself. And you're going to plot. Well, you won't because you didn't see it yet. No. IMDb, you know what the uh, readers give uh, There Will Be Blood? I give up. Out, out of 10, they give an 8.4. That's one of the highest scores I've ever seen. Ooh. There will be blood. There should be blood on the hands of uh, anybody who recommends it. Paul Thomas Anderson, that's his name. I was pretty close. He did Magnolia, which was great. And he did this, which is an abortion. It won two Oscars, another 47 wins, and 41 nominations. Daniel Day-Lewis is Daniel Plainville. And then a bunch of people that nobody ever heard of. I don't know who any of these other people are. Kevin Bresnahan, Jim Meskimen, 
Erica Sullivan. You ever hear any of these people? No, not right offhand. Randall Carver. Well, Daniel, Daniel, you and I are good friends, Daniel. We go back a long time, Daniel. <clears throat> oh, this is a cute story. Mormons make missionary position clear. Thanks, Brandon. We'll get to that. I got a few more things here. A few things that. in my pile. What? I posted a story about that about that calendar. Yeah, the creator of a calendar featuring buff Mormon missionaries has been excommunicated as punishment by local church leaders. Is that it? Yeah. Okay, well, I'll forget about that. Thanks I, anyway, Brandon. I didn't talk about it, though, but I just posted well, the story. Okay, just listen. Between my trip, which I haven't even gotten to the details of yet and how much money Apaco spent, and about the airport incidents, the one in Rome with the sniffing dogs, you know how much I love dogs? I don't know. But I think that when dogs make a mistake, I think that the dog probably ought to be shot or something or spanked real bad, real hard, or made to live with the Joe Bell. I think that could be the ultimate punishment. That'd be a good pull to take. What's worse, having your nuts cut off or being forced to live with Joe Bell? Or forced to work for Joe Bell? Can you believe that we voluntarily sign? Well, that's the nature of the business, you know. I heard Joe Rose this morning talking about uh, newspaper. They're cutting back. Everybody's making big cutbacks. And by the way, thank you, Mr. President, for those low gas prices and for the great economy. Strategy to meet the challenges of a new and dangerous world. There's your next president, whether Jesse Jackson's going to cut his nuts off or not. You can still talk about restaurants and food on the air as it relates to legitimate show content. So we can talk about how we wish we had Hardee's in South Florida. I wish I had it here. Boy, the sun is shining. There's not a cloud in the sky. It's beautiful. Wow, this is not a good day to be working. It's a good day to be out in a boot. 297 votes on Chris's poll. He's getting really all whipped up now because he's going to cross that 300 threshold any minute. 299. WQAM, hello. Good morning, Neil. WQAM, hello. Restaurant. Hello? Yes. Neil? Speaking. All right. A couple things I liked about that movie. My brother raved about the movie, told me I had to watch it, gave me the DVD to watch, so I watched it. And like you, I, at first I thought this was going nowhere, but the part I liked about it was the, uh, you know, the religious part of it where that the preacher, you know, he gets his church built from the oil money, mm-hmm. and then, you know, he's talking all this crap. He makes uh, Daniel... You know, do the whole I abandon my boy thing, mm-hmm. and then at the end, he gets exposed to be, you know, a so fraud and a scam. This, did, we, did we need to watch, uh, it's a long movie, too, did we need to watch two and a half hours or three hours of all that crap to figure out that uh, they're about, the religious nuts are a bunch of hypocrites? Didn't we already know that? Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. But that's the only Absolutely. part I enjoyed. That and the, little, the time the little girl was being molested, and they're at the little picnic, and the shot that they show him, hey, how do you like your new dress, honey? And Daddy's not going to touch you anymore, is he? There's no more touching going on. I right? no mm-hmm. more beating. And then the ki- the camera pans over, and the father's sitting right across from him. I love mm-hmm. that part. That's yeah, about it, Neil. Okay, thanks. Uh, 158 minutes. Two. Uh, I said two and a half hours, so two two hours and 38 minutes. And it seems it doesn't seem like a minute more than five hours, six to seven hours, twenty. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like one of those things. Will this thing ever end? And is it going anywhere, Daniel? Daniel. The, the guy that called earlier and said it was for pseudo-intellectuals, he's right. That, that must be why I got all these Oscar nominations and won two Oscars. And all. Uh, for what? I'll let you know. Jesus. God, you've got to see it. I've got to force you to see it. Maybe I'll send it to you. It'll, uh, I'm sure it's on cable. It will be soon. Let's see, 2007. 8.4 out of 10. 
And you can go to zillions of movies that you really enjoyed, and they won't come anywhere near an 8.4. And you'll say, gee, how the hell is that possible? That must be a really great flick. It must be really fantastic. WQAM, hello. QAM. WQAM, hello. We're praying. Yeah, okay. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how are you doing, sir? Okay. Did you mention that Dave Lamont is not at IOD anymore? Yeah, I just, uh, just read the facts about an hour ago, yeah. Oh, my. Uh, so that's why Manny Munoz is on there. And every time I hear him, I... Manny Munoz? Yeah, I see him squatting over the map, or actually just hear the bit. Now, the second thing is, can you imagine if we did invest the Social Security in the uh, stock market? What would have happened there? Lots of suicides, yeah. I know. Neil, have a nice day, and uh, welcome back, sir. Thank you so much. See, I'm waiting for all these people. We haven't had anybody called yet who justified this movie. I mean, one guy tried to give me a song to dance about. Well, his brother liked it, and there were a couple of things. Here. There was nothing to like. I didn't need to see this movie to know that religious uh, fakers uh, are a bunch of charlatans and uh, hypocrites. We didn't need to see the movie. We didn't need to go to two hours and 38 minutes to figure that out. Anybody with a, a morsel of a brain knows that already. Paul Thomas Anderson. See, Magnolia was long. It was great. It had a story. It had a whole bunch. All the characters had their own story. And the thing with the frogs was really uh, unique, and it was it was different. It was uh, it was good. I think it's it's underrated. I think it's a great movie. In fact, you know something? Let's see what how Magnolia. What kind of a rating that got from the IMDb crowd? Okay. Oh. Uh. Okay, let's take a puke at it. Magnolia, 1999, Paul Thomas Anderson with Julianne Moore. Uh, where's the rating? Oh, 8, 8.0. So this allegedly is a little bit better. 8.0, that's very good out of 10. But this got an 8.4. Oh, what Woody Mace, uh, Macy movie did I see here? Also while I was on vacation. I don't know. Oh, no, I, I told you that before our uh, vacation started. There was a name, somebody's name. Oh, yeah, and I forgot. By the way, I'm having trouble faxing to you. I don't know if it's something wrong with us. Oh, let me uh, take a puke at it. Or something. it. must be on your end. Let me look. Uh, no, nothing wrong here. Got my dial tone sitting there. It's sleeping. I'm getting uh, like a fast busy or something. I'll, uh, I don't well, know. try it again. Uh, it's on your end. I'll keep trying. Bobby. You got a real... What? Was it Bobby? No. Keep looking. Dougal? No. No. Edmund? Edmund, that was it. Edmund, who came to a bad end. And then the end of the movie, by the way, oh, I won't tell you. No, and that's, that's, uh, it was bizarre. I wouldn't say it's good. About a fortune teller? Yeah, she uh, screws up his life. 309 votes on the poll. Chris is uh, going home now. He's got over 300. He's very, very pleased. See you tomorrow. Yeah, he's got to go out to get lunch. He can't get any brought in there for free. I mean, it's just another shtuch, man. It's just another stab in the back. The idea that the people who work their asses off, who are getting paid the least, who've got very little to look forward to in that place, where the morale is non-existent these days. Oh, you, you think you're going to get those free meals anymore? Well, forget about that. Anything we can do, there comes the facts. Anything we can do to make you unhappy. That's Joe Bell's philosophy. Lose at all costs. I I'm telling you, he's got to be on the payroll across the street. Didn't I tell you that a long time ago? Gotta be. Him and Clarence and Joyce, they must be on the payroll. Let's see. Here's from Phil in Gainesville. He says, I thought There Will Be Blood was pretty good. Much, much better than No Country for Old Men, which was unbelievably overrated. One of the worst movies I've ever seen. 
The last 30 minutes of No Country for Old Men was incomprehensible. Well, I would say that all of There Will Be Blood was incomprehensible. Here's one. It says, while you were away, the news was, well, you know who sent you that fax? It was, uh, I was the first day on vacation. And I faxed that story to you about your gay governor and how he's engaged to a woman now, so he's got a wife, and now he can run for VP. And I hope that uh, McCain picks him. And all his ex-boyfriends come flying out of the closet. Says, guess he's registered at Gay Martin Wilt Manors or Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah, he's he's a screamer, no question about that. But he's uh, getting married now, uh, Charlie Christ. So uh, that sure proved it to me. Did you uh, post that? I, I think I posted that story. Yeah. yeah. And I sent you the sarcastic one about uh, you know he's got a he's marrying his beard. Did you get mm -hmm. that stuff? Yep. Well, good, good. And I was on vacation then, and I was still working for you. As if you believe that. I just happened to uh, smell it. 309 votes. Who are the cheapest people in the world? Cheap. 316 now. French Canadians, 166. Jews, 79. Joe Bell, 32, has moved into a nice third place. It was a late addition. Cuban, 17. The Dutch, 13. And Chinese, cheap Chinese, only nine. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. You turn jackass. Coming soon to your television, a channel so action-packed, so exciting, you'll be dying to get into the game. Get ready, America, as we gather together to welcome the Tennis Channel. Feel the burn. Oh, yeah. Don't miss one volley of the slam, bang, balls to the wall, live in the face of death action of the Tennis Channel, coming to your television in 2002. This announcer is not responsible for making the Tennis Channel seem any more interesting than it really is. Consult your local cable provider on how you can block this channel from your cable service. 11.32 at QAM, 28 till noon. We got uh, Cara, who we got, Curtis, for uh, what's his name? Jerks? What's his name, yeah. Whatever no. his name is. Yes. So you're starting all these rumors that Dave Lamont's replacing him and all these other people. Why are you doing that? Why? Try to get him canned? I know they don't like him. No, I'm not going to can him. Why not? Because I don't give a crap who uh, who's in that time slot. Kind of a crappy attitude is that? Just because I don't think we it makes work a for difference. a moron, I don't just think because we work for a butcher. How about we uh, put a sign on the uh, door down there, on the front door? Joe Bell's Butcher Shop. He's a real cut-up. Something like that. Anyway, I found a review, B-Side Blog. I mean, I'm sure that there's a zillion. I could look on the reviews on IMDb. Mm -hmm. And all the students will say, oh, this is the most brilliant piece of filmmaking. We all, you know how that goes. Mm -hmm. So anyway, whoever writes this blog says, since it's both raining and the end of the week, I decided to treat myself to an afternoon reviewing of the film that many critics are happily plopping on their top ten lists of like a bucket full of sweet, sweet crude oil. And he's talking about there will be blood, but a beep, but a boop, but a blood. And then I tried to print this out, and didn't print out. And you know what? That's good. <clears throat> but I'm, I'm more than willing to listen. Maybe I'm just too stupid to understand it. Maybe I'm just a fat old slob. Yeah, I don't understand all these great intellectual, uh, you know, th pieces. Well, you like Magnolia. It must have been over my head, though. This one. There will be blood. And there should be. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon singular wireless line. WQAM. Hello. Hi, Uncle Neil. Yes? Hi, Uncle Neil. Uncle Neil, I just want to thank our... If you say Uncle Neil one more time, we're going to come to your house and blow your brains out if we can find him. 
What do you want? I just want to thank our lovely president for the economy. Yeah, okay, great. WQAM, hello. Nico, Andy, Cam. Okay, good. Oh, in fact, uh, that, uh, that's what I felt like yesterday in the airport. I didn't get to any of these stories yet. No. Maybe I'll save them for Thursday. Don't make us wait. Why not? Why, why is it that old dykes are so nasty? Is it because their life is so miserable and hateful and full of crap? I don't know. This old dyke at uh, immigration yesterday at the Pearson Airport, she was the nastiest bitch who has ever stepped foot on the uh, face of the earth. She held me up there for like uh, at least half an hour. Treat, I, I told her, I said, you're treating me like Al Capone or the Godfather or something. What, what, you know, what is the problem? Well, I'm going to meet better woman. She kept, she kept fiddling with my passport and fid flipping through the pages and flipping through. And Well, how come you will live part of the time in Toronto? Like I owe her an explanation. And I said, because I like it. And then, of course, we went through the customs thing with the, um, with the baggage. Uh-huh. Where they opened up every one of the bags and went through everywhere. It's just insanity. And the worst part of it is that I declared all that merchandise that Paco bought in the Rome. I declared all of it. Thank God. I, do I wouldn't be here right now. I, I guarantee you. Mm -hmm. If I wouldn't have declared it, they would have opened right. up those suitcases. Smuggler. There's a word of warning to all you people who think you're going to like do like a Columba Bush routine and smuggle goods into the U.S. or into Canada. I don't know how it is in the U.S., but if you try to sneak goods into here, forget about it. They'll kill you. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. Hey, you know, I don't know if you saw it already or not, but I went to the movie the other night. It was uh, Untraceable. No, didn't see it. It was pretty good. It's kind of like, uh, almost like a Silence of the Lambs kind of thing. Okay. Did you see There Will Be Blood? No, I haven't. Don't. What's the meal deal this week? Japango. <laughs> Japango. Well, you notice how quick George jumped uh -huh. in there? That says he's getting free food on Thursday. up on this guy. He just, uh, you know. He just won. Well, he's a smart ass and a crank for one thing. And he said something that we're not allowed to say for another thing. Just now he said? Yeah, you sort of talked over him. You didn't pay any attention, but it got out there. I don't know. Oh. How do you like that? Even the people that sound lucid funny. are uh, a no, Yeah. Now, he did. He sounded a little bit lucid when he first started. But a little bit, but guess what? Yeah. And uh, something, uh, maybe something happened. Maybe somebody peed on the tower on the uh, phone system. Because I noticed today that technically, I'm not talking about the quality of the calls in terms of content. That would be a joke. But uh, technically, they sound much better today. Have you noticed that? Okay. I don't know. Maybe just because you haven't heard them in a long time. Oh, yeah. I missed it bad. I know. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yeah. I heard you had a great time over there. WQAM, hello. That's another one with the phony British accent. That's the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. WQAM, hello. Yeah, do you have any kids? I beg your pardon? You got any children? No, I do not. What do you got? What do you got? You should have some. You might like it. No, I wouldn't like it. That was it. That was, that was the essence of the call. I don't want none. I got one unofficially, uh, you know, not adopted, but close to it. 330 votes on the poll. What are we shooting for? 500 today, do you think? I think about that. Maybe uh, 525. Don't start. Would you stop? What is wrong with you, man? It's a little crazy. Jesus, God, I think the fat is like a, uh, just congealing in your neck, cutting off the circulation to wherever that brain is supposed to be. I give you like a nice, a nice good number there that you can be proud of, that you can take to the bank if the bank is still in business. WQAM, hello. That movie, Robin loved it, Howard loved it, and Artie didn't. Who cares? Oh, yeah. Howard loved it. Well, that means it must have been great if Howard loved it, wouldn't you think? 
It's official. Yeah. Why didn't I think of that first? I should just ask, what did Howard think about it? I would know it was really great. I just uh, don't get it. And you notice that there is nobody, nobody, not one, after all. And there must have been a half a dozen people that day. I don't know what, it must have been a conspiracy. And that's the only reason I watched it on a plane. You know, there's a choice of like about 50 movies. And I picked that one out because I thought, well, everybody's raving about this. It must be great. And it's by a Paul Thomas Anderson who did Magnolia. It must be fabulous. It sucked. It blew. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. This is what I got for you. QAM, hello. Five six seven oh five sixty, and none of those people are calling it back now. It is you know middle of July; they might be on vacation. I doubt it though. Anybody that was calling in this show raving about that movie, and you know something, they don't have the balls to defend it. Maybe somebody sliced their balls off, like we're going to do to Jolly Joe Bell. Maybe somebody cut their nuts off, like Jesse Jackson wants to do to Obama. Yeah. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes. I had to sit through that whole movie, uh, um, and it was the worst movie I've ever seen. Now, I wouldn't say it's the worst, but it's right in there. It's in the running. It's right up there. But I got a couple of suggestions since I have so many good movies from you, including Happiness, one of my favorite of all time. Pervert. If yeah. I can give you a good word of advice. I'm listening. In the Bedroom is a great movie. We what is uh, it? Some in the bedroom. In the bedroom, yeah. With uh, Tom Wilkinson, this is basic. Marisa Tomei is in it. Okay. It's a great, great, great movie. I love that another one that is out there on, on cable TV is mm -hmm. Eastern Promises. Okay. It's a great movie. That especially you're going to like the part where they're trying to kill the guy in a bathhouse. And you get to see a lot of skin in there, so it's a very good buddy. It's a great okay, I'll, I'll go watch it now. Thanks. Let's go watch it, George, and forget the show, huh? Oh, uh, go ahead. Pakistan and NATO to secure the border, to take out terrorist camps. There's a nice president, but Jesse still, he's got, he's sharpening up that knife, trust me. He's going to cut his nuts off. Biggest name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. She fakes orgasms. I fake foreplay. American Airlines will start charging people $15 for just one check bag. Travel experts say you can avoid the fee if you lose your own bag. Every bag you take, your wallet's getting raped. You pay. How much would you pay? Every single thing. Every time you pay. Trust me, he'll make you pay. Every long delay. Every flight way late. They'll be charging you. Hey, I'm not paying you to go party. Nearly everything you cannot Yeah, that's for damn sure. It's uh, what, 11.45 at QAM. I found a, well, I, I guess I could find a lot of them, yeah. Scathing review of 
this horrible, mm-hmm. there will be blood. And, you know, you get these blogs and there's really no name associated with any of them. And this guy doesn't like Paul Thomas Anderson, which he did Boogie Nights, he did Magnolia. How can you not like those movies? Boogie right? Nights is great. Just watched it again the other day. Really? Yeah. But anyway, this guy doesn't like him in the first place. But he says that in spite of the fact he can't stand him, he uh, read the positive reviews, which are almost unanimous, and he decided to go see it. He said, although I had my reservation seeing as I hate the director's other work, I wanted to see this movie wanting to like it as I love the time and setting in which it takes place. I should have trusted my initial instincts. The movie should have been titled, There Will Be Snores, and I heard a fair share of snoring in the theater I was in. There are many problems that plague this marathon-long film. The first and most annoying is the music by Radiohead's Johnny Greenwood. Film music is supposed to underscore movies' dramatic beats, but Greenwood's score tries too hard and intrudes upon the film, drawing attention to itself like a hooker in a church choir. Loud and loud. Just so, you really feel like you're going to lose your mind. And, and you're watching the screen and thinking, well, why is it, well, what's happening that's so melodramatic? You know what I mean? And you know what the answer yeah, is? Nothing. Nothing. Kind of like our numbers at night. Oh! Point. Oh! Nothing. Another problem the movie suffers from is Paul Thomas Anderson's overuse of long tracking shots that follow the characters around. Used sparingly, these types of shots can be effective in creating a dramatic uh, result, but when overused, as in this movie, they lose their meaning and only serve to slow down the pace and draw out an already overlong movie. Oh, God, overlong doesn't come close to describing it. There will be blood is not, as some critics have suggested, the new Citizen Kane. It may, however, be the new Empire. 1964, directed by Andy Warhol. To audiences having to sit through this snooze fest. To sum it up, the movie at 158 minutes is long and boring. The pacing is slow. The directing is pompous and bombastic. The music is grating and intruding. And the critics have either been paid off or Paul Thomas Anderson nuthuggers. You'd be better off watching the episode Hellfire from the first season of MacGyver. He says. Whoever he is. How do you like that? Uh-huh. I guess he didn't like it, huh? Guess not. I reckon. 354 in that pool, by the way. Chris has just whipped up. He, he thinks we're going to do at least, what, two, 3,000 today? Um, not quite. 567 0560. Oh, I wasn't really expecting an answer. And pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. I don't want to overwork you because now that you can't eat. Mm-hmm. So what's the deal? Are you actually brown bagging it? Are you bringing in food from home or not? Uh, not as of yet, but I will. Not yet. Well, you better get in the habit. You're going to, like, fade away. You got to play that by Buddy Holly, not fade away. All right. Not now. I mean, oh, someday. Okay. Not now. All right. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes. How you doing, Neil? Okay. I just, just tuned in, and you guys are talking about that movie. you got to be talking about that Hancock, I guess, right? Hancock movie. Are you guys saying the bad movie is Hancock? There will, be, there will be blood. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, let me warn you. Hancock is probably the worst movie of all time. And yeah. uh, Will Smith's a fine actor. I don't know what he was thinking. One last I don't like Will Smith. I don't want to see him. I don't want to know him. I don't want to smell him. He makes my skin crawl. I can't stand Will Smith. He's so full of himself that uh, you think he's got some talent, which he does not. Now, what's that movie he said, Don't See Herbie Hancock? Right. right. 5670560. What does that have to do with this movie I'm talking about? Nothing. The day that I left on vacation, everybody and their brother is raving. Oh, there will be blood there. You're going to love it. You're going to... And I'm still waiting for one, just one person to tell me what was so good about it. Was it the acting? No. Was it the uh, filming? No. Was it no. the uh, music? No. Oh, my God. Music that could drive you to commit suicide. I want to jump off the freaking plane. Horrible. I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go out and buy the soundtrack. You don't I am. do that. Why not? Oh, you got it? No, I can get it, though. 
I'll get it. Not as fast as you could go buy it. And especially the violin music. Just louder and louder and more and more frantic and just uh, to a fever pitch. And there's nothing happening on the screen. They're riding their horses. They're going here. They're going there. Nothing is going on. WQAM, hello. Shame on Jolly Joe Bell. Shame yeah. on him. Times are tough enough as they are. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's all these guys These guys have. You know what I mean? They look forward to it. They do their jobs. It doesn't interfere. I just say shame on him. Shame on you, Jolly Joe. Good job, Pally. Shame on you, Joe Bell, you lunatic, you maniac, you slimeball, you heartless piece of walking turd, you. God. And this guy made a good point. Times are tough, and guys that are making like, you know, three bucks an hour, whatever the hell he's paying the hired, you know, the underlings, that, that was like a nice bonus for them. The fact, well, at least they don't have to spend money to eat half the time. They can eat lunch for free every day. Right? Yeah. And it was like everybody, you know, somebody in, you know, an engineering. And it's been going on. It's not like Josh, I invented Cordes, it or Joe you know, Rosenbett. It's been going on since day one, okay? I can think way back to INZ, for Christ's sakes, we were getting free food in the building. Way the hell back to that. In fact, W. Snooze, why do I have to go to INZ? Way back to W. Snooze, back to those days. 78, 80, a zillion years ago, and people were bringing in food. We were, you know, giving them credit on the air. Was there any problem with it? No. Anybody have a nervous crap about it? No. No, only Jolly Joe Bell, who has a nervous crap about everything, anything that anybody might enjoy. Oh, you can't do that. Ho, 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 ho. Can't do this. Can't say that. You got. You got to admit, he has performed a major miracle in two and a half years. He has taken this station and turned it into a gigantic toilet. Stations that routinely had four, five, six chairs in men. Now we got day parts where we got oh, point. oh, 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 and he's and he's worried about people uh, eating food, getting free food. Wouldn't you think he'd want to, like, encourage people to get fed for free? Said one, of, one of the incentives to show up for work, which a lot of people don't have the time. Did you tell me almost nobody showed up yesterday? It was, yesterday it was an official holiday. Yeah, I didn't it know. It was El Catorce de Julio. I never got the memo. WQAM, hello. I'm a victim. QAM, hello. Neil? Yes? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, Neil. Is my money safe at the bank these days? No, send it to me. I'll take care of it. WQAM, hello. Neil, how are you this morning? Okay, how are you, sir? I'm doing very fine, thank you. Uh, I just want to call and let you know that uh, Norma Kent is in the paper again today. He yeah. was representing a uh, homeless guy, a uh, street vendor up here in Fort Lauderdale that passed away. And he was in the paper last week with uh, Frank Adderley, the police chief whose wife was chasing around town with a gun. Mm -hmm. So uh, apparently he missed you and he had nothing else to do while you are out of town. Okay, well, thanks to the normal report. Okay, then number two asked me if I care. Although he normally did send me a pretty interesting story. Alabama's anti-gay attorney general caught in bed with a male aide. You getting the, the drift of that? Mm -hmm. The gist of it? The what? Gist. Oh. It says, okay, who said the following? The existence of the gay-lesbian alliance on this campus is an affront to the state of Alabama, its citizenry, this university, and its students. Currently, AIDS is the most behavior-oriented disease known to mankind. If this nation's current purveyors of perversion would refrain from committing sodomy, they unquestionably would be spared the ravages of this disease. It is indeed sad that America has fallen to the point where she will condone any type of deviant immoral activity in which a group desires to participate. 
I often hear the argument that homosexuals who live together create a loving, caring family environment, perhaps an environment which is even superior to that which can be provided by a heterosexual couple. In this day of rampant decadence, many homosexuals would mislead society into believing that three men, an armadillo and a houseplant, create a functional family. If you guessed that it was said by Troy King, Attorney General of Alabama, give yourself a cigar. That would be the same Troy King who, within the last couple of weeks, no exact date available, was caught by his wife Paige in bed with a male aide. In fact, a former homecoming king from King's undergraduate days at Troy University and subsequently thrown out of the couple's house. Of course, King is best known to readers of this. This is AVN, the AVN Media Network. Readers is the current defendant in retailer Sherry Williams' fight to legalize the sale of obscene devices, adult novelties whose purpose is sexual stimulation. The case has been before a trial court three times, the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals twice, and was recently rejected for Surti Rari by the U.S. Supreme Court. Williams' case will also be the subject of a segment on ABC's 2020 Friday night. Is that this Friday or last Friday? This has no... Uh, oh, yeah, it does. It's this Friday. Good. I don't know Troy King any more than having sat across the table from him during appeals hearings Williams told ABN today, but in my experience, it's the guys who are the guiltiest that prosecute the hardest. He's the hardest. How do you like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and what about our governor? He, well, he got hit. Now, did he get married or is he getting married or what's the deal? I sure hope he does it just in time for McCain to uh, pick him. I think that's Don't you think it would be a great pick? Oh, sure. They have and, and, and by the way, you'll notice it's noon already. Has there been one of those people who recommended that I waste an hour, two hours and 38 minutes of my life watching that piece of crap? Is one of them called in no. and told me what they liked about it, no. why they recommended it, no. what was so good about no. it, why I got all those awards, no. all the hype, no. all the crap? No. And it won't be. WQAM, hello. This is the second notice that the factory warranty on your vehicle. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. Why can't Elliot Spitz run for vice president? I mean, he should have. Yeah. Huh? Yeah? Huh? WQAM, hello. Uh, is this Neil? Yes. Hey, how you doing, Neil? I'm doing. All right, so um, I will agree with you that uh, There Will Be Blood is quite a ponderous movie. Uh-huh, but... Although... Yes. I found the ending very humorous. When you have an actor whose back is to the camera and the only thing he says is, I'm finished, and then you get credits, that was comical to me. It was comical that you just wasted two hours and 38 minutes of your life and there was no ending? Well, you know, I, I, I thought it was a good ending. and I well, actually, what, 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 Why was it a good ending? I liked the film. But, you know, I just thought it was funny the way it ended. And well, what did it tell you when he said, I'm finished? What did that mean? Well, I, it, it, I took it literally. I was like, okay, good, the movie's over. But I just thought it was funny. I mean, it also had lived up to its name. There was a lot of blood in the movie. Yeah. But, uh, you know, just throw my two cents out there. Glad okay. to have you back, Neil. Thank you so much. Wow. Goes to show you, man, we're in real, real tough times. There's two cents weren't worth about a tenth of a cent to me. Worth anything to you? I hate it. Kills the the time. Was very funny. What? I'm finished. And then the movie was finished. And he's laying there on the floor drunk and passed out after he beat the crap out of that preacher and bashed him in the head with a bowling pin. And all the big pool of blood is laying there on a bowling alley. Mm -hmm. I'm finished. That's it. And you're asking yourself, uh, did I miss something? I mean, what, what does that mean? You know? What does it mean? You've got to see it. I think I'm going to send it to you. Ooh. But I'm going to send it from... I'm going to send it from uh, what you call it, .ca. Okay. <laughs> Amazon.ca. So, oh, yeah, so you'll never get it. 
Three minutes till noon at 560 WQM with another great Neil Deal offer coming up on Thursday. Another chance to buy certificates at half price. This week it's Japango Restaurant in Parkland. It's hip, it's a party, and a culinary delight. Japango is Asian cuisine at its very best. Sushi, Thai, little Chinese, and a fusion of flavors that are unreal. The sushi is incredibly creative, out of the ordinary, and delicious. The kitchen flows with food for the non-sushi lovers, too, with dishes like pad thai, charred red sea bass, or shimp, and scallops with noodles. For meat lovers, Japango's got a great 14-ounce strip steak, drizzled in teriyaki with crisp shallots. That's too good to be true. Try their Mongolian beef, shrimp, or chicken with Japango's signature fried rice, and the lobster dishes are incredible as well. Plus, Japango's got a full new liquor lounge for late-night dining, drinking, and dancing. Japango on State Road 7, just north of Hillsborough Boulevard in Parkland. Call 954-345-4263, and starting on Thursday at noon, you'll be able to buy $50 certificates for just 25 bucks at WQM.com. They're sold out fast last time, and I'm sure they will again. So be ready and primed on Thursday at noon, because once they're gone, they're just gone. Good name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. And the sports leader. It beat at 12 to 1 hour on WQAM. Angelina Jolie is close to giving birth. The 33-year-old star has gone into the hospital in the south of France where she's expected to deliver twins. Angelina, which are you going to have, a C-section or natural childbirth? Yes. Yes to, to which one? It's still so bizarre to just start any kind of, yeah. Huh? I think I, I'm still kind of in denial. Okay, I'll make it simple. Yes or no, are you going to have a C-section? I just don't know that kind of thing. <laughs> okay, I'll make it even easier. If you're going to have a C-section, tap your left foot. No, no, no. Tap either of your feet or or arms. It's my, I, I actually am. I've gotten <laughs> Angelina, try to focus. And then I'll start laughing. It'll last for like 20 minutes and then, you know, I'll sit back down and try to focus again. Angelina. You make Jessica Simpson look like a freaking Einstein. Yeah, Brad said that to me, too. I, I've gotten, I get hysterical now. Tombo 2 at 560 WQAM. Don't forget, Curtis Ferreira, what's his name? Jerks at 2. I'm, I'm forgetting his name already. It's your fault. As though he's already gone. Oh, and hang on for a second, because i got to go get my weenie. I just nuked one. Really? Is How about that? that? Yeah, that's okay. We'll play some uh, Are you picking on jerks again? Yeah, Phil for about uh, 10 seconds. I'm gonna cut my ball so I can have sex with you. Cut my ball so I can have sex with you. <laughs> I'm gonna. I was 10 right there, man. He's still not bad. Yeah, All right. 49 seconds, I nuked my weenie. Mmm, nice and hot. Now, I printed out. Oh, jeez, I just spit all over the page. Mm-hmm. Mm, not good. I printed out somebody gave it a 10, this horrible flick. Yeah. One moment, please. Sure. Stunning, says this idiot, this pseudo-intellectual idiot. This film races the game for everyone out there. I've loved all of Paul Thomas Anderson's work, including his greatly underrated Punch Drunk Love, but this is a huge leap from any of the previous movies into a, a realm, as others have said, inhabited by classics such as The Treasure of the Assyria Madre and then some. Every element of this film is astonishing, from the opening 20 minutes, which feature for real, uh, virtually no dialogue, that's correct, to Johnny Greenwood's score, which I've heard criticized as too imposing, but which just seems about perfect to me. 
and brings to mind the non-Blue Daniel elements of 2001 at its most experimental. Daniel Day-Lewis's performances in a league of its own, his voice, his mannerisms, his physical movement, his stunted emotions are flesh and blood and hauntingly so in a way that even Tommy Lee Jones in the Valley of Elah, which I thought was a pretty staggering performance, can't quite attain, he says. I will watch this film again and again simply to see something so raw and so moving and so gut-wrenching. This is why I love movies. This is what made me want to make movies when I was 14 years old, says this schmuck. How do you like that? Huh. I just might not be smart enough to understand it. That could be. But I was smart enough to be able to nuke my weenie, though. Hmm. 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon singular wireless line. He's eating on the air. And you know what? I don't have to give a plug to anybody because nobody brought it in. No restaurant, nobody. I bought it in the store with my own money. Is that okay? Yeah, good. That's how it's supposed to be. Go check with fat-ass Jolly Joe and see if it's okay if I nuke my weenie and eat it on the air. WQAM, our only call. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yeah. It's a movie. Hmm. That's it. I should let you play some music. What are you in the mood for? What was that, Buddy Holly one? Not Fade Away? WQAM, hello. Neil, please. Speaking. Neil, do you like Brokeback Mountain? Because you're a gay. Oh, I'm a gay. Oh, that's a shock. Oh. And I hated the movie, by the way. I never finished it. It sucked. But you obviously watched it and probably loved it. You're a gay. Good material, pal. WQAM, hello. What the hell? Yes, I am. WQAM, hello. It's over your head. That must be it. Yeah, the whisperer again. Well, you notice he's back with different, a whole different technique now. Well, that's good. Is it? It's better than the same thing over and over again. WQAM, hello. Neil God, how are you, sir? Okay. I did the same thing you did. I watched the movie twice. Hated it the first time. Mm-hmm. And i got to say, I um, saw a little bit more in it the, the second time around. You had to love where he knocked uh, Eli over the head with that bowling pin. I mean, that mm-hmm. evangelistic guy getting it right where he deserved it. That wasn't mm-hmm. too bad, was it, sir? Yeah. But what did it? What did it mean? What was the point? Yeah, it had that no he had point. this uncontrollable it, it, temper and was a lunatic and a grave robber and then a, a bastard, which we saw I, two I, and a half hours it, of that. It, it was two and a half hours, and it had it was no story, but it made an impact, and you're talking about it, so it must be a... I'm, a, I'm only talking about it because all these people called and recommended that I watch it, and not a single one of them has called to uh, to try to tell me what it is that I missed, why they enjoyed it. Oh, people not recommended one. it. Well, you ought to take a bowling pin and knock them over. Right, that's right. But I will okay. take it. I'm, I'll work on it. Uh, also, Neil, on our governor, uh, now that he's not going to be picked to yeah. uh, run for vice president, I'm sure he's going to that? that broad. Well, he's gay. You know, that's all for show. Yeah. Don't you think? So how do you know he's not going to be picked? Why do you think he's getting married? Uh, well, that's why he was proposed. No, sure. okay. That's a pretty sharp guy, don't you think? As a tack. 389 on your poll. Chris, you got 400 licked. All right. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Welcome back. Thank you so much. You're only the second person that said that all all day so far. Yeah, but... South Florida uh, continues spreading their legs, uh, spreading their arms. Arms, yeah. Two things. Uh, what's up with uh, Obama's wife? 
Oh, that, that's the same guy. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's not. What is it? She's not up to it. Yeah. Do you think she's got what it takes to be right. first lady? Mm-hmm. WQAM. Hello. Hey, Neil. How's it going? Okay. Hey, I got a question. I've been listening to you for a long time, um, mm-hmm. and aside from the movie Fatso, there isn't really a lot of comedies that you seem to either like or discuss. Are you like not like a... Blazing Saddles? Oh, I, uh, there's there's a, there's one I've never heard you talk about. Yeah. Uh, so just I mean, just in general, comedy is, is not your bag. I mean, what, what's it's, it's fine and strange. I mean, you know, Godfather and uh, uh, Memento and all these other movies that you know. Yeah, I'm in the serious flicks. I don't watch a lot of comedies because most of them aren't funny. Uh, ironic for a guy who basically does humor. You know, it's, I find it ironic. Okay. I just noticed that the other day. That's all. Okay. Thanks. Bye. I'm an ironic kind of guy, I guess. You find it ironic? Yeah, sure, that's the word. No. Well, how many good uh, comedies are there? How many great comedies? Yeah, well, you talk about are? Airplane and uh, you talk yeah, about all right, the, uh, that's one of my all-time favorite all movies. of the appropriately good ones. Right. And a good comedy is difficult to make. You like the Monty Python movies. You like all the right. comedies. That's, just, that's correct. I won't even criticize your taste in comedy. All these things. Just in other movies. Some. No, yes, I, I am going to send this to you. I, I'm, you must watch this. Okay. By the way, I, uh, I don't know if you've gotten them yet, but I sent uh, 10,000 BC and uh, some other movie or two that some lady sent. Oh, yeah, I did get them. Okay. Here, Susan Brown wants to sell me some limp uh, penis uh, stuff pills. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just discovering at this late stage of life that there must be just millions and millions of guys in America out there who have limp uh, penis problems. Apparently. Because every single day I'm getting it's Viagra, it's Cialis, it's, uh, you know, uh, all this other crap. And are people really buying this crap? I reckon. Evidently, because these people are in business. Susan Brown, Susan Elizabeth Taylor, one uh, bitch uses that name. Not a bitch, though, like the one in the airport at uh, Customs. Mm-hmm. I ought to stalk her. I ought to find out where she is, who she is, and where she is, and just stalk her. Yeah, hire somebody to like, make her life a living hell. And you want to know why people in the airport behave that way? Why? Because they can. It's a power trip. Because they can make your life miserable. They can shake you down. They can, like, terrorize you. They're the terrorists, not the people that are coming in, most of us. It's the people behind the counter. who They're the damn terrorists. WQAM, hello. Oh, WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. Where are all the white women at? WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Do it right. Yes. Uh, I enjoyed uh, Boogie Nights and I enjoyed uh, Magnolia, but I thought mm-hmm. that last one was terrible. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. It was boring. It was uh, pointless. It made no sense. I don't know. A lot, a lot of a lot a lot of music though. Yeah, it was. It was a terrible movie, though. I mean, it made no sense at all. I, I, I had no clue what was going on or what he was trying to say. But nothing. It was just uh, ridiculous. Yeah. I'm waiting for somebody to uh, explain to me what was the message that we missed. Evidently, you missed it, too. Well, that, that book, it was written by uh, Norton, I think, this guy's name. Yeah, Ed Norton, yeah. I don't know what his name was. Norton, I think his name was. He wrote the book... Uh, but I don't think it was anything like the book. I think he just went off in all his old directions. Okay, thanks. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. None of those. Now one of those people who called for me to waste two and a half hours of my day. Of course, I was sitting there on a plane. It's not like I went to a movie place to see it. You know, mm-hmm. I was a captive audience here on a plane. And it's an experience. I will say that it's an experience when the when the music keeps getting louder and louder and so loud that you think like your brain is going to explode. You know. 
like that. And nothing happens. Nothing happens. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. You can't win with a black quarterback, and we shouldn't. WQAM, hello. It puts the lotion in the basket. WQAM, hello. Boy, he sounds rough today, don't he? He's uh, been desperate. I haven't spoken to him in a long time. His name. Hey, where's the white women at? Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Dumb as dirt. Oh, well, has anybody heard a father murder? Father murder was burgling turds. Oh, well, a father murder was burgling turds. Oh, well, a father murder was burgling turds. A father murder I heard was burgling turds. Father murder murder was burgling turds. Father murder I heard was burgling turds. Father murder murder was burgling turds. Father murder 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 was burgling turds. Father murder murder was burgling turds. Well, don't you know a father murder? Well, he was altering boys and burgling turds. Oh, well, a father murder was burgling turds. That's what I heard. Lift my dress for the Lord. Father bird, 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 father bird, bird with burgling turds. Father bird, bird, bird with burgling turds. Father bird, bird with burgling turds. Bird, 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 father bird, 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 father bird, bird with burgling turds. Father bird, bird, bird with burgling turds. Well, don't you know, father bird? Well, he was all the ring boys and burgling turds. Well, a father bird was burgling turds. Well, a father bird was burgling turds. Father bird. Burgling turds, first, 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 burgling turds, first, 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 burgling turds, father bird, burglar. Some eighteen at five sixty WQAM. I think I've got enough energy to come back on Thursday. You know? Well, good. Or maybe not. I slept twelve hours last night. I laid down. I planned to take good. like a nap. You know. And I woke up uh, quarter to eight this morning. Very good. It is good. Oh, I could use another few hours. Yeah, I'll bet. Nine British women were facing prostitution charges after being arrested at the weekend for taking part in an oral sex competition in the Greek holiday island of Zakynthos, police said today. Six British and six Greek men, including two bar owners, were also charged in the incident, which took place at Laganis Beach in the south of the Ionian island, which lies off the west coast of mainland Greece, police be saying. The women who came to the popular resort on holiday had been paid to take part in the competition, which was video recorded and was to be posted on the Internet, police said. Men were charged with encouraging obscene behavior. In recent years, Laganis has established himself as one of Greece's most popular de- destinations itself. Destinations for 20-something holidaymakers is known for its wild party scene. Around 15 million people, a fifth of them British, visit the eastern Mediterranean country each year, drawn by its soaring summer temperatures, Asia waters, and sandy beaches, and lots, obviously, of oral sex. <clears throat> I thought they were there. I thought they were into Greek. Is what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. 400 votes on the poll. There's old John McCain. It's by applying the tried and true principle. Is all puffed up there like he's got a bowling ball in it or something? 400 votes. Who are the cheapest people in the world? French Canadians, 195. In other words, <laughs> frogs. Jews, 106. Joe Bell, 47. A nice, comfortable third place, Joe. They're never going to touch you. And who would want to? Now, when did you... Uh, Cubans, 25. Dutch, 15. And Chinese, Mon, 12. When did you have this uh, meeting when you signed your deal? I believe it was uh, last Thursday. Yes. So just recently. Last Thursday. That would and be... this was after the memo came out about the food? Yes. And did you have a discussion about that and say, what kind of a bastard are you? Yes. And? He said, a downright dirty bastard. 
No, seriously. Did you question his judgment there? I didn't question his judgment. I asked what it was his all judgment? about. His judgment? His uh, adjustment. I asked what it was all about, and he told me. And uh, that was that. He told you that. what? He told you mind your own business? No, he told me that uh, you know they were just uh, going a little bit too uh, too far uh, of late, and it was uh, annoying for a while, and uh, they went over the top on one particular day, and he uh, decided to put an end to it. No more. What does that have to do with us? Well, they can't just say that the first team is the uh, first Sure they can. If they're the ones that... Listen, if somebody's driving 100 miles an hour on a highway and you're going 65, do you get a ticket? Do they arrest your ass? In Florida, yeah. Oh. WQAM, hello. Sounds really bad. I think another week he'll be done. Doesn't he sound bad? Not bad enough. Aren't you worried about him? I'm worried that he's still alive. I mean, what could we ever do without that? Be happier? Five six seven oh without Joe Bell you'd be a lot happier, I'm telling you right now. He's the evildoer. He's the chigger in the woodpile, believe me. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular wireless line. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Hey, welcome back, my lord and savior. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. How you doing? That sounds like over in uh in Greece there. They were getting a bunch of smoothies. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, welcome back. Love you. Love you. Okay. Okay. It was pretty funny. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Not. You notice how he, he tickled himself when he said that. Yeah, oh, yeah, And you're the one that started all that crap with a smoothie garbage. Not me. That was Boca. Was not. Trust me. It was you. Why, what did he, uh, Boca on what? With all the smoothness. Boca on acid? Yeah, that. WQAM, hello. Hi, Devon. His uh, disc, by the way, is downstairs, his package. Downstairs, Boca, so just relax. I wasn't going to go down and get it now. Because I got the one from last week when I wasn't even here. You know the one that's got. Got that one on it. I like that. Oh yeah. Maybe we'll just play that till two o'clock. Sounds like a winner to me. That one in uh, I dig the jocks. That's one of my favorites. QAM hello. WQAM hello. Hello. Yes. Guess who was on uh, uh, Sporting USA? And I and I actually tormented him a little bit. Uh, Mo Howard. No. Yeah, man. Yeah. He was there, and I and I. Uh, well, I, I'm the infamous bullfighting guy, so he, and I was always uh, messing around with him on that, and so he didn't like that. And then I finally mentioned your name, and he hung up on me. So he, he's doing a show on there. He he's trying to get a job, is what I what I hear. He's trying to get a job there, and he like pulls in when when one of the idiots, uh, one of those guys there misses, and he does, you know. But I, ha- I happened to just catch him. Absolutely. I was on the internet, and uh, you know, clicked in there, and he was talking. So I called wow. the station. So, yeah, so, so did, he's still did he, like, you, did he give you even one doy? No, he didn't no. do anything. I was trying to get him to, like, get him riled up with, you know, talking about you, but he hung up as soon as I mentioned your name. I'll so. be damned. Yeah. I'll, I'll send your regards uh, when I talk to him again. Okay, I'm crushed. Give him a big, right, give him a big kiss for me right on the old Rectum. pole. 409 on the pole. I think 500 is within our grasp. I think I picked a reasonable number. It's only 1223. How the hell is that possible? That's not possible. You know, I, I haven't know. done this for a while. Four hours is just—it's—it's it's too long. In fact, tell Joe Bell when you renegotiate that deal, when you tell him you change your mind, right? That you want to start now doing noon to two every day, even on the days when I do ten to noon. What's wrong with that? A lot. Not for any extra money, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're yeah. there anyway, right? Sure. Yeah. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. I need a doctor. QAM, hello. Yeah, good afternoon. Uh, long time listener. I've been listening since about 
Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. Listen, I just tuned in on about maybe a couple minutes ago. Uh, were you saying, was that Eli Wallach that's in that movie you're talking about? No. Okay, I'm sorry. I uh, just wanted to make sure, because if it was, I mean, not that I was going to see that movie anyway. There's, there's very few movies, you know, especially in that genre of horror, because, you know, they're just not good anymore. Movies just aren't good. That's still just the way it is. But I wasn't going to see it anyways. But if you would have told me it was Eli Wallach, because I was under that impression, it would have been worth two hours of sitting there just to watch him get knocked over the head, because that guy is the worst. Yes, he I is. agree with that. Daniel Day-Lewis is, is a good actor, but and, and his, you know, if you take his performance by itself, in other words, out of the movie, it, it's fine for what it's supposed to be. But the movie in itself has got no story. There, there's nothing to it. It's pointless. Just a waste yeah, of time. Yeah, I got to tell you, I'm one of these people that I don't really agree that Godfather 3 is a horrible movie, but Eli Wallach is just, he's the worst. Yeah, I know, but we've been, we, yeah, you got, just got through saying it a hundred times, and we've said it a million times. You think he likes Eli Wallach? No, he's the worst. Because he knows damn well he's not in the movie, and he just decided to, you know, he's another parrot, this guy. He just wants to keep repeating back to me what I've said a million times already. Que pane, olio oliva. You know, the whole, the whole thing is just, if he would have eaten the cannoli in the beginning, and if she would have gotten shot, Mary, right in the beginning, it would have been okay. Yeah. It would have been better, both of them. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. QAM. If there's somebody there, I can hear them. But they, they didn't have the balls to do it. Maybe somebody cut their nuts off. Maybe Jesse Jackson done it. That's him. In fact, you know what I think? What? I think let's give, put in a call to Jesse. He's the guy to cut off Joe Bell's nuts. That seems to be his new hobby now. He's the nut cutter. WQAM, hello. Not there. 5670560. What is that from? I, I made that. That's a rusty paper cutter, and I just uh, put the microphone really? right up to it and did a little old. Oh, a rusty paper cutter from, uh, right here in the a building. Match made in heaven. I can smell it now. I'm gonna. Cut my balls so I can have safe sex with you. I'm gonna cut my balls for a no-stress trouble-free screw. I'm gonna bang every gal in town. I'm gonna cut my balls so I can have sex with you. Now I'll be free to leave without the Fear of pregnancy, such an entrapment will stop. Once that I get chopped, I'm gonna cut my balls, cause I hear the pain ain't that bad. You gotta wait is all and wear a feminine pad. Don't care if it makes my voice real high. I'm gonna Cut my ball so I can have sex with you. Cut my ball so I can have sex with you. Twelve thirty-two at five sixty WQM. Happy Tuesday to you. George will be on tomorrow. Oh. And then maybe I'll call in sick on Thursday. Wouldn't that be bad? That would be bad. Why is that? Because you're uh, slacking enough as well, it is over the summer. My companions uh, kept encouraging me, let's spend another day in Amsterdam. And I kept saying, i got to go to work That's on Thursday. Right. 
Because I'll come back, you know, on Thursday and Drew will say, Slacker, Slacker, right. like that. You know. Well, I'm really uh, thrilled that all these people are called before my vacation recommending I watch that piece of garbage movie. Oh, um, I'm so happy they did. And especially happy that they're not calling in to tell me why. You know what I mean? You've mm -hmm. got to see it. I might. You will. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, welcome back. Yes, sir. Um, I'm not going to defend the movie because I didn't think it was that great, although Daniel Day-Lewis, as you said, was very good in the role he was given. Mm -hmm. but, but I think the point of the movie, which you know may be obvious to you, but not to some other people, is that a lot of these old fortunes and you know industrialists who built up these empires, they, they were literally psychos. I mean, they were... They were hyper-aggressive, and they would resort to, like, murder. Right. Um, they were crooks. They really were. I mean, in Deadwood, I know you didn't like or you didn't watch Deadwood, they had a depiction of George Hearst, who founded the Hearst family fortune. Mm -hmm. and, and, and it was the same thing. He was literally willing to kill anybody who got in his way. And, and in these more modern families, you know, Joe Kennedy, Prescott Bush, I mean, these people were not good people. And I think that was sort of the point of the movie and how they also use religion to sort of cover their tracks, which is, you know, Joe Kennedy did as well. Um, yeah, but so, Daniel, didn't, Daniel didn't use religion. I mean, he went through that one morning yeah, act there in the, the church. Yeah, yeah it was, it was pure, purely an act. He professed religion when it was helpful for him to, you know, to advance his interests. Um, but otherwise, you know, he was happy to see these other people go up with it so he could rob them blind. Um, it, it wasn't a great movie, but Daniel Day-Lewis... And, and really what about good. the music? Was that only me that was annoyed by the music? You know, I saw it in the theater. It was it's uh, it was a very popular soundtrack, I guess. It was, uh, I think, the guy from Radiohead or somebody. Right, uh, that's correct. Right, you know, so it didn't bother me so much in the theater. Maybe in the plane it would be more annoying. I don't know. Um, but also, the guy was flagging um, Eli Wallach. You know, Eli Wallach got old, but when he was younger, he was in a lot of good movies. I mean, it happens to us all. We all get old. But, but what does Eli Wallach have to do with this movie? Nothing. Nothing. I don't know why that right. guy brought it up. I was just pointing because, out. Because that's all he wanted to tell you. He had his own agenda. Don't you understand? Oh, okay. He, well, he didn't anyway. see this movie. He doesn't know anything about it. But, you know, he wanted to tell me what I've already said a million times. Did you, did you happen to see uh, No Country for Old Men? No. That was the other big movie last year. That's another one. I don't know if you'll like it, but it has a lot of interesting parts of it, but I don't know if you'd like it. Okay, okay, thanks. Take care. Now, what did you say? Is that one you saw? Yeah, very disappointing. Really good right up until they stopped uh, telling you what was going on, and then you had to figure out the ending for yourself, and when you did figure it out, it was like, oh, really? That sucks. Mm-hmm. A, a waste of what could have been a good movie. See, I guess that was supposed to be really clever, the ending, like that guy before was going on. I'm finished, yeah. and then that's the end of the movie. The movie's oh, finished. They do that a lot of movies. They think they're being clever. They think mm -hmm. they're being cute, and they're not. But it, it was just stupid. Jerks. It basically told you there's no ending to the movie. There, there's, there's no anything. The son grew up, and he got married, the uh, deaf son, and he went off to Texas, and uh, they left on very uh, unpleasant terms. And, uh, and that was it. And then we find out he wasn't his real son anyway. And he never had a wife. Maybe he was gay, for all we know. Who the hell knows? Certainly that preacher was, the preacher man. Eli, that was his name, Eli. Eli the preacher man. He was a real screamer. And not as much of a screamer as your governor, though. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. Welcome back, Neil, after your wonderful vacation in Rome and Amsterdam. I got to eat once in my favorite restaurant in Rome. It was great.
But then uh, other people decided, well, but it wasn't fancy enough for a plastic mm-hmm. individual. Well, who knows, sure knows how to use plastic, though, I'll tell you that. WQAM, hello. Hey, Nick. Yes, sir. Uh, just, just tuning in now and uh, listening to George talk about new uh, old, old garbage for old men. I came across after watching it. George, if you figured out the ending, please explain it to the rest of us. Yeah, they, 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 they have articles about it explaining it to you. Oh, really? Online. Yeah, he, really? he kills everybody. All the people you like, they get killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's basically what I saw. Yeah, well. But the way it, was, it, was, it was like the ending of The Sopranos. The screen gets black and you're like, huh? Yeah, you're supposed to figure it out the hard way. Ah, mm-hmm. I hate it. We're, we're so not telling you a story a anymore. Yeah. Yeah, Neil, do yourself a favor. Get a pass on that one. Okay, I'll pass on. Thanks. Five six seven oh five sixty. It's movie talk today, man. Heavy duty in the movies. Although, I guess if I was smart, I wouldn't watch it a second time. But I just kept thinking to myself, with all the rave reviews I'd heard about, right. those no, you, did, you did the right thing. Yeah, that way you can be well, sure. Let me watch it again for free here on a plane. I'm sitting here anyway. I'm a captive audience. Got a lot of hours to kill. And let me see if it's really as bad, and the music is as really as loud and annoying and melodramatic and hysterical as I thought it was the first time. And you know what? It was. It was pure, unmitigated Schmidt. You could smell it right through the screen. WQAM, hello. 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 Hey, Neil. Yes. What's up, my friend? I haven't sp- called you for a long time. Well, here you are. Uh, don't get down here to this part of Florida much, but uh, I turned the video on, and there you are. Yeah. Well, no, you don't live here in Florida no more? Not not uh, most of the time, no. Oh, cool. I mean, well, so you, you would fly back and forth to, to Toronto? Yeah. Well, that's good. I live up in Michigan now, and I really enjoy it up there. And where's that? In a place called Saugatuck. Saugatuck? I'll be damned. That's a fun little town right there. If you say so. All right. Well, good talking to you. Okay. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Woo! He just happened to be in town and turned on the radio, and there was Damn, there I was. He didn't have anything to say, but there I was. Well, that was at least a friendly gesture, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a little unusual in South Florida, but kind of like he uh, yeah, extended the gland, the hand of uh, some biggest name. The best. Smell it. The wife of baseball all-star Alex Rodriguez filed divorce papers today in Miami. Some media reports have suggested A Rod may be romantically linked with singer Madonna. A Rod did Madonna. Top 44 at QM, 428 votes on our award-winning poll. Chris is really all uh, thrilled about that. Super. Are you? Extremely. Not. Nah, you don't really give a Huh? Game. What are you talking about? 
I can't believe that we can't uh, mention thanks for Howie's bringing all the good breakfast and stuff again. Yep. He looked at you and said that with a straight face. If I was you, I would have taken my pants down and taken a gigantic smelly dump right on his desk. Mm. Yeah, that's what I should have done. Right on that contract. I should have said, hey, speaking of lunch, here's yours. That's what you should have done, if you had any balls. But yeah. I think I... Or if I had any money or like any savings or the frowning of debt. What? Huh? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular wireless line. WQAM, hello. Neil, welcome back. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, Jason Jackson and the guy that is on at five o'clock in the morning, they're both at a cigar convention in Las Vegas. Oh well, thank you for telling us because nobody tells us anything, you know. I know, I, I know. Everything's I a big secret at QAM. Yes, and I hear that all the time. So I'm just calling to tell you that welcome back. And um, we missed your laughter, but George is also good. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. Bye. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. There's nobody in town. You already told me that, and I'm positive that anyway. I'm right. getting bad indigestion because I just had another Ooh. weenie. Did I mention that on the air? I had another one? I don't know. Did I had you? two weenies. i got to have something. I haven't eaten anything since on the plane yesterday afternoon. And the scene I went through at the airport here, you would have thought that I was Al Capone, uh, Meyer Lansky, and the Godfather all rolled into one. Don't travel. You know, and this comes at a time when the airlines are going bust because of the cost of fuel, you know. And all the airlines are going out of business. And they desperately need people to fly. Desperately need. And so what they do is they treat you like an animal, like garbage. Every airport you go through, they treat you worse and worse and worse. They put you through an exercise that you, you have to be a masochist to want to go through it. So that, that trip may have been my last for a while. You know what I mean? I mean, not, not including down there, although down there is no picnic either. Remember I told you about that thing at Miami International? Yeah. Where if you're, if you're traveling out of the country, they put you like, like in a... In a chamber, like off to the side, they take your boarding pass, they, they pass it around, and they spit on it, and they wipe their asses with it, and do it. God only knows what they do with it. And you're, and you're over on the side there, and you can't get to it, and you don't know what the hell's going on with it, and where you're going to go, and, uh, and that. All of these All of these things. things. So just keep treating the people like garbage, man. It's really good for business. WQAM, hello. QAM. QAM, hola. Neil. Yes. Neil, you need to let George talk when you're on the air, man. He's such a good radio personality. He does a great yeah. job. You're gone. But when you're on air, you just don't let him say a word, man. Mm -hmm. Good. He don't want to say anything. Yeah, he does. He tries to say things. Let me say it again. He doesn't want to. He just got you telling you that, okay, schmuck? Well, he's better than you anyway. Okay, good. All right, there you go. You got one. All right. Uh, there's one. One in a row. Yeah. WQAM, hello. We're friends. QAM, hello. Hello. Yes. Neil. Yes. You there? I'm, let me say it again. Yes. Oh, N Neil. No. <laughs> <laughs> you there? No. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon. That's uh, somebody from uh, Nicaragua. I'm sure of it. Pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. What, what are they famous for in Nicaragua? Nicaraguans. Oh, anything else? Seriously, like any um, kind of products or 
Um, not that I know of. Things? I mean, I'm sure there's something. I mean, Panama, you know, we know the canal. Not yeah, that that's something we right. all understand. And, and the hats. Right. The funny little hats. Sure. WQAM, hello. Hi, Daron. QAM, hello. QAM. Hi, can I speak to Neil? Speaking. Neil? Yes. I'm still struggling, Neil. Yeah, that's obvious. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it on TV the other day. The, uh, they said when President Bush takes a dump on his plane or in a foreign country, they ship it back to the United States so mm -hmm. nobody can get his DNA. Yeah. Do you believe that? Yeah, I believe anything you say. You sound like a very credible guy. Thank you, sir. Have a nice day. Goodbye. Bye. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. Um, I think uh, you're right about Chris, Governor Chris, but you're also hypocritical because you uh, took a long time to come out of the closet and nobody pressured you. Or hey, let me ask you something. Am I, running, am I running for office? So what? Let him run for office. You're on the radio. You're a public figure. Am I, am I, am I dating some woman to put on a phony act? Did you ever not? No. Yeah. Oh, you never pretended not to be gay? I never pretended anything. I was just uh, in the closet. Sure. You must have told people that you weren't gay. I didn't tell people anything. How do you like that? But you know, you got you all did. the... I don't know why you asked the questions, because you obviously got all the answers. Everybody's got the answers to everybody else's life. I'd hate to find out what his life is all about, and quite frankly, I don't care. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty in a Verizon singular wireless line. WQAM, hello. Chris gave me a hug. QAM, hello. Hello. WQAM, hello. Hi Neil. Yes sir. Long time caller, a uh, long time listener, first time yeah, caller. Yeah, okay, nobody from, cares about that. Go go ahead. From Toronto. What do you got? How you yes. doing? Listen, okay. your meet and greet at the track. Why not make that happen? A couple weeks back, somebody mentioned. Uh, you should have a get-together at the track up at Woodbine. Sir, let me say this to you, okay? When I go to Woodbine, when I go to lunch, when I go to dinner, I do it as a person, as a human being. I not know. as a celebrity, not as a radio person, because I'm not on the radio in Toronto, which you already know. You're neglecting so us 40 or 50-odd uh, people here in Toronto. Odd is the word, yeah. Odd is the word. I don't, I don't want to meet you. You don't want No. Okay. I don't want to. You don't want to? No. Have a good day. My suggestion to you is this. Get a life. I have no life. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five. A meet and greet at Woodbine. Isn't that just what I want? Have a bunch of stalkers come out there. Oh, let's watch Neil play the machine. Yeah. Oh. yeah. That's the epitome of. I have well, no if you're lucky, they can grope you and glom on you. That would be really it. good. Yeah. Glom glom glom. And they could just kind of like hang around so I could mm -hmm. smell them. That's right. WQAM. Hello. George God. Neil sucks. WQAM. Hello. <laughs> Wow. Hello. Yeah. I told you. He's uh, in bad shape. Neil. Yes. I can't remember the last time you invited me to your house for a cup of coffee, even though yeah. my wife's godmother is your only child. But let's be frank. You never wanted my friendship. <sighs> Was that a reading or what? Wow. He takes a beating and keeps on reading. 440 votes on your poll. You better get with it if you're going to make 500, mister. This isn't like the middle of uh, December or the middle of, like, uh, March. This is uh, the middle of July. We'll do it. We'll do what? I don't know. We'll do something. What's this we all of a sudden? We'll do it. What do you mean all of a sudden? Just what I said. We'll do it. I always say that. You've As been, if. You've been gone for so long you forgot. That's true. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Neil. Yes. 
Hey, how do those guys keep getting through like that? Because I've been calling, calling. It's always busy now. They must have you on some wicked speed dial. Yeah, they're, they're wicked, moving. right? Wicked is the word. I try, before you went on the vacation, when I heard that guy call and recommend um, uh, the blood movie, I was I tried to call. It was busy. I was gonna tell you, don't waste your time on that. But the other guy was right. Eastern Promises. That was the best movie last year. Okay. Uh, also, George, on uh, No Country for Old Men, who went around and killed everybody? Because the I, Spaniard, the guy with the tank. All right, but who? But who wound up getting the money? Do you know that? The Spaniard, the guy with the tank. The guy with the tank. Yeah, he paid the little kid at the end with a hundred dollar bill from the money. You better go watch it again, sir. And thanks a lot. Yeah, see, that, that's the whole problem with the movie. Come to QAM. Huh? What the hell happened after a while? We missed the good part of that one. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. Hey, welcome back. Mm-hmm. Glad to hear you. Especially with the Yeoman and all these days. Yeah, okay. Schmuck. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Neil's my buddy. QAM, hello. Hola. Okay. Okay. What do you got? Oh, Neil. Yes. Uh, Nicaragua is known for having a huge lake with freshwater sharks. Yeah. That's it. You wanted to know what Nicaragua was famous for. Okay. Have a nice day. Thank you, and you too. Hasta que me olvide, amigos. 5670560, pound 560 on the horizon. On the plane coming back for the uh, secondary meal, the ones they give you just before you're going to land, mm-hmm. they had a Mexican thing. They must have known that Paco was on the plane. And one of the things on the tray was gazpacho. Ooh, yeah. Which is cold potato soup. soup, yeah. Or tomato, is it tomato or potato? No, it's not either one of them. It's like, um. It's, it's one of those things, but it's cold. It's cold. It's got like little it's bits like of tomato in it. Soup or something? Or yeah, yeah, cold leak. You ever yeah. take a cold leak? Just this morning. At any rate, it, uh, is bad, really bad. Gazpacho. Nasty. WQAM, hello. In two weeks, you're not going to be taking calls anymore. Yeah, I want to bet. How much you want to bet? How much you want to bet? There he is. That's the same line he used last week. Same line. Wow. How much you want to bet, schmuck? And only last time it was not two weeks. What was it? Was going to be uh, by the end of the year? So whatever it was. Now he's down to two weeks. WQAM. Hello. QAM. Hello. Neil. Yes. Hey, glad to have you back. Thank you. Um. So how was your trip? Good. Uh, it was a mixed bag. Oh, okay, right on. Um, shameless request. Yes. Uh, Ty Tony. Oh. <laughs> so I want to hear a lot more about your meeting with Joe Bell. You heard all of it. Now, did you have lunch? No. It was just in his orifice, just kind of like plain uh-huh. and cold? Yeah, like gazpacho. Yeah, like just like gazpacho, right. <laughs> Every all the word is an obscenity. It used to be the 
pints of piss and sanity. All the dialogue contains profanity. Swearing like a sailor on a three-day pass. Words a whole lot worse than ass. F-bomb, F-bomb, how long will it be before they drop the F-bomb on network TV? the last part of the break and during that bit I just googled Todd Pettengill sucks I found a whole bunch of interesting stuff I'll read later on okay <laughs> it's 101 at 560 WQM it's our gigantic one to two hour Tuesday Julio El uh, whatever it is Quince El Quince de Julio we got Curtis coming up for a jerks at two o'clock so don't get near that radio and get ready to turn it off right away give Curtis a shot and then we got DA for the Mad Dog at four Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon singular wireless line. What are we going to do about this uh, bastard Joe Bell? Nothing. Besides, cut his nuts off. I mean, that's just for starters. No food. No. Oh. It's almost like he spends all of his spare time, assuming he's got some. You think he wouldn't when you got a oh, point oh. in certain day parts? You think he spends all of his spare time trying to find ways to make the hired hands miserable? Now, why do people do that? Is that because they just Intrinsically bad people, or because um, uh, it's part of the power. Some people trip. get off on them, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's his thing in life. Tom Dick is right about him, man. He's an evil, evil person. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how's it going? Okay. Hey, is there like Julio's up in Toronto? Or what's no, very few. Very few? What about black? Like, what's the break that is mostly just Canadian? Hey? Are like you doing? You writing a book? I like to look at trees. Mm-hmm, I'll bet. <laughs> now that was more entertaining than there will be blood, and it only took like a few seconds, as opposed to like two hours and thirty-eight minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, two two and a half hours for a movie to me is is it's getting kind of long. I mean, anything over two hours these days is kind of long, but it seemed like at least four or five hours. It seemed like it went on interminably. Because it was just the same thing. And watching the oil come up through the well. And watching the, the drilling and the pumping and the thumping and the music and the violins and the screaming and the yelling. And his aberrant, grotesque, anti-human behavior. And, and that was it. Two hours and 38 minutes of that. There, there was nothing more. There wasn't a single character in the movie that you could empathize with. I guess the kid, once he grew up, because he was kind of cute there at the end. But uh, one, you know, once he grew up and uh, had suffered from the father and was uh, getting married and uh, leaving and hauling ass... Uh, you, you could feel sorry for him, but he wasn't in it that much after a certain point, especially after he abandoned, abandoned him on the train. I mean, what kind of a person can do that? Take a kid. Even, you know, he raised him. It wasn't his own child, but he raised him and, and abandoned him on the train because he was a dead. A bastard. Uh, a bastard, that's right. A bastard in a basket. WQAM, hello. Hey, you Yes, sir. I tell you, Mr. Baseball says you're a closet fan of the Pittsburgh Pirates for years. Mm-hmm. And you're you're in the closet. You know you were always a Pittsburgh Pirates fan, like years ago. Let me let me say this to you, sir. Number one, that's no secret. Number two, who cares? I don't care about baseball. You got it? Tell that to Roberto. Okay. WQAM. Hello. QAM. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes. How are you? What were they doing to you guys now? You're not crazy enough to go and throw that, all the, the contract away with all the money, but they're going to make it as hard as possible for you and for George to to be able to do your show. I mean, you don't even mention well, any let, me ask, let me ask you this. What would be the reason for that? Why would somebody do that? 
Because all the things you said about them on, on the radio, now they have you under contract for a long time, and, you know, there's no risk of you going anywhere else. Uh, you're not going to throw away all that money. I mean, you know, it's, and they're going to make it as hard as possible for you. No, let, let, me, say, let me say this to you, okay? Uh-huh. Ask me if I care. No, I know you don't care. I don't care. See, they, they've succeeded in doing something that I never thought was possible, and George has been, George has been pushing me to do it for years and for a long time, and that is just not care anymore. I don't, I don't care. I could come here, I show up every morning, I'm supposed to be here uh, on time, and I do the best I can. I don't care. If this is what they want, if this is the situation, just keep the checks coming. That's what I've been saying for a long time. What, what doesn't make sense to me is that in, in, they're shooting themselves in the foot. I mean, they're shooting themselves in the foot because you're the best thing they have on that, on that station. Yeah. And it's unbelievable. Okay, Neil, I'm glad to have you back. Okay, great. thanks. When you're working for a hard-ass bastard who just wants everybody else to fail and make everybody else's life miserable, that's what you get. But like I said, I don't care. I was on to him way back in the beginning when other people were saying, Oh, boy, he's really a good guy. Oh, he's a jolly guy. Who was saying that, George? Um, me. And who was right? You. 458 votes on the poll. Chris has got a real stretch here to make 500. You only got uh, 54 minutes. I mean, ordinarily, it'd be no problem, but it's the middle of July. There's nobody around. They'll do it. No, they'll do it? Yeah. Now, I hope so, because you sure aren't. Well, I can only vote so many times, so. Keep going. QAM, hello. I'm here. WQAM, hello. I'm here. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes. What's up, Neil? How you doing? What's going on? How old are you, Neil? 110. 110? Yeah. That's a lot of fucking years to be taking d- Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. That was pretty clever, wasn't it? Oh yeah, I'm still going to sneak that in there. I'm no. save that for later to laugh. <laughs> okay. In case I need to laugh. Right. Four hundred and fifty-eight votes on the poll. Who are the cheapest people in the world? French Canadians two twenty-two, two two two. Jews one twenty-one. Joe Bell fifty-seven, a very respectable and solid and well-deserved third. Cubans twenty-seven, Chinese sixteen, and fifteen for the Dutch. The Dutch would have a lot more, but most of you don't know any Dutchmen, and you're lucky. Cheap, 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 cheap. Oh, 100-watt light bulb, Neil, oh, my God. The worst. Any, anybody that owns seven apartment buildings and is wearing a coat that he took out of a dumpster can't be uh, too generous. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how are you? Okay. Hey, um, I also, uh, there will be blood, also disappointed. Um, I am a big uh Paul Thomas Anderson fan too, and it had got such good reviews. And I didn't hate it as much as maybe you did, sort of. But I also felt just kind of was going, you know, join a movie, but going through wondering, you know, by, by the end, going, what was that about? Mm-hmm. It just, yeah, I'm amazed that it got as good of reviews as it did. Um, and also, as far as his son goes, I wanted to now. He did show that he cared about his son when his son, not his son, but you know what I mean, when his son yeah. had the accident with the oil well accident where he you know loses his hearing or something mm-hmm. like that he, he did show that he had compassion and cared about the kid and even when he put him on the train he showed as he was walking away from the train he was emotional it's one of the few times he ever showed emotion through mm-hmm. the whole movie with those two times or something but why you know his complex character never you know i guess that's what the story's about this interesting complex guy sort of but you know, it never was that compelling. i don't think he was interesting at all um I mean, other, other than what you just mentioned, the whole rest of the movie, he was the same thing. Yeah, he's just... Heartless, right. he's a relentless heartless. bastard. Yeah, 
get a line where he gives the line to, actually I still use it today to some extent, where he's talking to his brother, who turns out not to be his brother, but he talks to his brother about why he wants to get rich, and one of the reasons he wants to get rich is because he hates people and he just wants to be wealthy right. enough to be away uh-huh. from them. It's funny, I, and I can envision you probably have the same thought when we run across people during the day, I think of that a lot, you know, I hate people and could wish I could get away, but... Um, but, yeah, I was disappointed. I mean, it, was, it was nicely shot, and you know, but, yeah, it was it What was about the music? Um, you know what's funny? When you talked about it, I can't even remember thinking about the music. So now the, I'm curious what the music was because I don't remember being affected by the music one way or the other. I guess, oh, it was, I guess, it was it, loud, it, louder and loudest. Now, you were seeing it on the plane. Is that what, is, am I wrong about that? Right. Yeah, so I don't and with headphones on, I guess. Right. Uh-huh. Maybe you were more right. Maybe you were more tuned into it since you there, know, there you were. were. There were times when the music got so loud that it just about made your head explode. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe yeah, I didn't notice at all. Hey, um, I know I passed on one movie to you, and I wanted to pass on another. And um, I told George about this movie and mentioned to you once too. Eastern Promises with Viggo Mortensen. Um, and the only reason I bring that up is, again, last night on uh, AMC or something was another movie by Viggo Mortensen. And I'm not even a Viggo Mortensen fan, but uh, a movie called History of Violence. It was out like two, three years ago. That movie turns out to be much better than you would anticipate. So if you have a chance to see either one of those, definitely see Eastern Promises. And even History of Violence, uh, very compelling, very interesting, good stories. You don't know exactly where they're going. Uh, well done. So, so keep those movies in mind in case they come okay. along. Thanks a lot. All right. Take care, Neil. Bye. Here's the fax that says, can you please ask George to play the sounder for the Power 96 Pirate Radio again, please? Yeah, right. Actually, why do you want, what do you mean right? Like I have that? Where did that come from? This Pirate Radio. Actually, while you were on vacation last week, the 560 frequency was playing the feed from 99.9 Kiss for a while when George was on the air. What does that mean? The uh, mm-hmm. main control studio mm-hmm. kind of had an um, electrical fart. fart, and so everything kind of reset. And so as Carlos was trying to get everything back on, our pot would not come up, so, so we weren't just totally dead air. He put a pot on, and it just happened to be... That for about 10, 15 seconds, I was told. Did it boil over the pot? No, also, it says you. here, it seems that Beasley's got tons of these HD channels they don't know what to do with. What they might uh, get me to buy an HD radio with is if they would have a 24-hour Neil Rogers channel like Sirius has for Howard. Oh, yeah. Just keep playing the current show mixed in with classic shows all day and night. Right. Oh, my God. What are you trying to tell me? I have no lie. Oh. That's scary. Why, why do we care about that HD thing with our power? Has that got anything to do with us? I mean, do we need to be promoting them with all the billboards and the giveaway buying audience with money and all the stuff that they do? What, what do we uh, want to promote them for? Must be a Lucy Lopez thing. Do you have her on, by the way? No. Oh, good. No. Nope. Suds, I'm sure, was there. Yes. Friday? Yes. Now, now, let me ask you this. What? What was the story with lunch when Suds was there? What did it happen? Oh. And he still showed up? Yep. Let's see how long that's going to last. His name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 
Well, if I have any luck, I will not be dying in Florida. I'll be either here or somewhere, but not in Florida, because I don't spend enough time to die there. Oh, they'll get you. No, no, I want my ashes spread at the finish line at Woodbine. 484 on Chris's pool. I think you got 500 licked. You're licking it. Yep. We're, we're going to have to do something about this food situation. Just like, just like at the IOD. I didn't put up with that. Remember that? Right. No more food on while the show is on in the studio. Hey, boy, Gary. How's he doing, by the way? All oh, these really? experts, man. All these macho guys on their power trip. We're going to straighten you out. We're going to show you a thing or two. By the way, how's your friend Bob Green doing? I haven't heard from him. I'm sure you won't. I'll take care of George. I'll take care of George. They always do. Five six seven oh five sixty. The, the best part, the, the most amusing part of that whole day was when Joe Bell came to me after he'd been schmoozing with Bob Green for a while and said, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch. He's going to teach me how to uh, control you. Th that's what an evil person this is. Like, like there's something difficult to deal with on this show besides, like, professionalism, which he knows nothing about. I mean, just do it right. Do what we need and, uh, and get it done. Get her done, you know, get her done. He can't do it. Evil. I wouldn't be surprised someday if he just doesn't blow up. You know what I mean? Just walks in the door and just like like a schmoo. You know what I mean? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Al Cap. He's been dead a long time, hasn't he? Who? Al Cap from Joe Paluca. Isn't that the cartoon where they had the schmoo? No. What cartoon was that? Little Abner. It was. Yeah. Get out of here. All right. It was? Trust me. That's 100 years ago. How the hell do you know? I'm 100 years old. 
But you're a hell of a lot better than me, I'll tell you that. You sure got your sicko fans out there. That's good. Goes to show you. I told you that. Yeah. You have your groupies, man. Sure, my psycho really fans. You. Your psycho fans. That too. And I got my psycho fans. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. WQAM, hello. Hello. Are you yes, still making a request? No, I'm not we never started and we aren't finishing, no. Sorry. Sorry. Bye. We're still taking requests? That guy sounded like he was on something really, really strong, something bad, something I could probably use right now. Five, six, seven. We've got a lot of open lines here, a lot of uh, vac vacancies in the hotel, as your buddy would say. And pound 560 in the Verizon and Singular wireless line. WQAM, hello. Uh, yeah, get her done. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. Welcome back, my friend. Thank you. Hey, Neil, George, George is the best, man. He had me pissing in my pants yesterday Peen. with a uh, with, uh, with, uh, religious group. <laughs> yeah. He's the best. He's the best. Anyways, you know, one more thing. Estoy en el baño. Okay. <laughs> Another one of your uh, sycophants. Yeah, that was a spickophant. Oh. Fine, you're the best. <laughs> Girl, but she didn't tell me her credit was bad. So now instead of living in a pleasant suburb, we're living in the basement at her mom and dad. So we can't get a loan for a respectable home. That's a new one. Credit my credit sucks dot com. I hate one. that guy. Do you? He's ugly. He's in, they, they, the whole bunch of them are annoying. I like his friend though with the beard though. He's kind of cute. You know what I'm talking about? No. The drummer. Is he the drummer? I don't know what he is. He's uh, got a little beard. Yeah. The other ones are just very annoying. The one looks like uh, Danny, uh, what's his name? From the Partridge family. Danny Bonadouche. Danny Bonadouche, yeah. WQAM, our last call. Hello. Neil, I just wanted to call to congratulate you on uh, mm -hmm. your uh, protege, George. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, I turned on the radio in the middle of the show, and he was ripping some religious nut. For a mm -hmm. solid, I would guess, 10, 12, 13 minutes, mm -hmm. it was the most entertaining time. Well, that's because he's the best, that's right. It was, it was just absolutely <laughs> terrific. Right. It was absolutely, and, absolutely. and the thoughts of him just telling this guy, he, he was the guy who the Bible, and George would put him down. It was terrific. Right. So I want to thank you for showing George the way to go, and George, it was a great deal yesterday. Thank okay, you. you're welcome yeah. from everybody. You're thank always you so telling me where to go. Yeah. Boy, I'll tell you, you sure got them turned on now. Usually it's, oh, that George. Uh, one good call, that'll what it'll do yeah. for you, you know. They love you now. They're obsessed. That's what happens when you just take all this time off. They start to forget about you. Boy, uh, like, like I said before, <laughs> I don't care. Give me the effing money. That's all That's I care right. about. Just keep those checks coming, Joe. You fat-ass fool. Keep the checks coming. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. Down to a really uh, trickle now. The way you were talking before the show this morning, I thought we wouldn't have any calls. And so I got like a little pile of stuff here, but I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I don't want to start with the bedtime stories, dig into the pile. Somebody, uh, QAM, hello. It's another day in the neighborhood. Another day in the neighborhood. Or would you rather hear? Now, that must have been your buddy. Wow. The guy with the eyes. 
Or his boyfriend with the uh, with the yellow teeth. Oh God. Huh? The yellow that they're like uh, I don't know plaid. I would think he was British if I didn't know better. It's one way in, in Amsterdam you can always tell the Brits. Just look at their teeth. Crooked, yellowish. You can sm you can mm -hmm. smell the stench, the aroma. Put you in a coma. Luckily, there weren't that many of uh, those thick-necked Brits in Amsterdam this uh, past weekend. Thank God. Oh, the Dow has made a great comeback. It's only down 25 points. Uh, help is on the way. Trust me. His name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports Leader. You get a lot of it. Sports. Neil Rogers on Sports Hole Radio WQAM. I'm a madly throbbing fan of Porthole Radio And all the pumped-up muscle jocks who speak in monotones In the bleachers I'm a macho sporthole that gave dreams Of how I want to pump my muscle in between their cheeks I dig the jocks I dig them Wreck them I dig the jocks, jocks, jocks You fairy Sports is all that matters if you want to get me firm. I'm aware of women, but they just get on my nerves. I like dropping athletes' names as if they really know me. In the company of lonely porthole nerds and curves, I dig the chops. I dig the chops. Chops. solid. Fanny slapping, towel snapping, manly jocks are sweating. I would like to lick their legs all the way to heaven. In the sports bar, knocking back a brew with all the guys. Watching games and someone's hand goes running up my thighs. I dig the jocks in white tube socks. I dig the jocks, jocks, jocks. Sporthole gush bout athletes all sinewy and sweaty. Let me strap these garters on and change my name to Betty. One day on a sporthole show they talked about cleats. How did they know listeners are into huffing feet? I think the jocks. Sports always matters. I think the jocks, jocks, jocks. Sports is the only thing that matters. In fact, sports always matters. Nothing else in life is more important than sports. 1.32. So I just looked at the WYOD website because I'm sure you wanted to be updated on Footsie and how he's doing. Oh, yeah. Two he's minutes. still there, but the uh, callers are right, and that fax we had is right, too. Dave Lamont evidently got blown out. He's gone. And once he's gone, he's here. And Manny Munoz produces the South Florida's first news on IOD in the morning. Okay. Aren't you shocked? I'm uh, ambivalent. Isn't he Pete kind of a. John Killer. Peter. Oh, yeah, Randa. Manny Munoz? Yeah. I thought you and he were pretty tight. We, uh,. Our friendly Wasn't acquaintances like to check. Whammy show? No. 
Who was that? Marvin. Oh, Marvin. Oh, I, I get all those slime balls confused. I'm sure you do. WQAM, hello. I'm Phil. Yes, sir. How's it going? Okay. Good. I'm watching on the news, and these right-wing uh, apologists are talking about how the recession is a mental problem, that people mm -hmm. are mentally thinking that we're in a recession. I'm like, Right, yeah. and it's only mental when you go to the gas station and you can't fill up your tank. It's a mental problem. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I'm laughing because a local... Um, example with you guys would be Mad Dog gets on the air and talks about how he went out to Prime 112 and Weston and Palm Beach and people are spending money and what recession. I'm like, dude, anybody who lives in Weston and is eating at Prime 112 where the cheapest steak is $75 doesn't have to worry about the recession as much as the working man, you know? What, what is that and, man talking about? I, I don't know. Has, that's has what he lost talking it? About. Yeah, I think so, man. And I'm just, I'm just, it, it, it bothers me that people, these are the same people now that they know how bad our presidency has been over the last eight years and will tell you something like, well, yeah, he hasn't done a good job. But then they, so you say, oh, you're going to vote Obama? Oh, no, I'm going to go with McCain. You know, I mean, yeah. McCain is good. Well, they, they liked it. They liked the last seven years, and they want another four or eight. I guess if you're making money in oil, but, man, I mean, it, it's just, it's, it's just, it just boggles my mind, Neil, how nobody well, is well, reporting in this why, country. Why would, or, listen, why would you listen to the political rantings of a jock? I mean, I don't understand. No, I, I did. I, the show was on. You do understand the jockocracy. They have, to, they have to keep spouting right-wing garbage. Even if in the closet they vote for Democrats because it's, it's what makes them macho. Yeah, yeah, I guess so, but, I, you know, that's just, it, it irks me, man. I'm a young dude, man. I'm only 26, and I see through all this BS, and I just can't believe how people who are older than me and seen this or even my age just don't mm -hmm. care. Everybody's just obsessed with what uh, Lindy Lohan and Britney Spears and what, um, you know, David Ortiz is doing. And don't forget about Angelina's uh, twins. Oh, yeah, man, yeah, definitely, the twins, man. You know, we right. all go, go out and get them presents. That's how we'll get the surplus going. We'll start spending economic money for the Screw Angelina. that economy, man. Let's everybody yeah. go out and buy some gifts. Meanwhile, did you see the article that showed um, since the stimulus checks have come out that Internet porn has, like, boomed as far as new uh, members? Everybody's all not right. spending the money on that. Yeah. Well, there you go. All right, Neil, have a good one. And you too. Well, people need a little uh, perversion and diversion. You know, they're all, they like, can't pay their bills like George. They're all starving to death, so they got to get a little uh, something on the side or on the back. Yeah. Chris should be bouncing in his chair up and down like a clown. 503 on the pool. I, told her, I said earlier in the show, I said 525. No, and I you said, oh, there you go again. What's wrong with you? You're a crazy person. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you know, I always like do the same thing. Yeah. That's what he said, isn't it, George? Yes. Yep. Sure. George, by the way, I'm hearing is just phenomenal now. His show, I might have to oh, listen yeah. to some of it. The best. I might have to listen a little this summer. I Don't bother. It. It's not for you. Rave reviews. Um, it's not for me? What does no. that mean? Oh, you know, we talk about things that you can't relate to. No. Oh, Chicks well, being married, having to deal with kids, you know, stuff like that. No, I have to deal with kids. Lesbians. No, no, no. Oh, lesbians. I dealt oh, with yeah. one at the airport yesterday. Nasty old dyke. Bitch. The most hateful sow. Oh, my God. She must have been Joe Bell and Drag. That's who that was. I mean, just giving me hell. And she kept diddling with that passport and diddling and leafing through the pages. Now, I wanted to, you know, of course, I had to restrain myself. I wanted to say... What do you think you're going to find in there? Are you going to find something? If you leaf through it a thousand times, five thousand times, what are you going to find, honey? What are you looking for? And she's leafing through this just to be annoying, that's all, just to be a bitch. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. I'd like to discuss the lack of uh, enthusiasm and preparation on George's part for the program. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm really disappointed. He's obviously bitter that you've been traveling and... He feels he's stuck in South Florida, and it's mm -hmm. really coming out on the radio. And good, it's really good. That's a good and excellent point. 
kind of uh, shameful, really. Yeah. Okay. Tell him that tomorrow. You're shame shameless. Mm-hmm. Uh, who wouldn't be bitter being stuck in South Florida? Is there anybody with a brain? Before? No. No. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular wireless line. But he's in a minority now. You've really turned him around because most of the calls generally are, oh, did you get that George off the air? He sucks. How did, could you do that to the show? Like that, you know. George is gay. A lot like that stuff. But now well, you've turned him totally around. I wouldn't be surprised this summer rating we have like number one half. We certainly won't have oh, point oh. like we do on Sunday parts. Well, we could try. Well, the management is trying. If we talk sports, to... we could. Oh, point. Oh, 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 oh. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. Warm welcome back from all your British fans over oh, here. Oh, with the phony accents, yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, how, how did your holiday go? Was it all right? It was all right, yes. Yes, mate, it was all right. Excellent, excellent. Hey, I hear this, this, who's this guy, Neil Butts? I hear he's, a, he's over this way at the moment. He's over this way at the moment? He's a Nazi is who he is. He's another radio Nazi. Right. He's another Rush wannabe. Well, listen, work on the accent, okay? Tally-ho. And watch out for that toad in the hole and that spotted dick. 21 till 2 at QAM. <laughs> Too bad Alienito is spouting all that uh, pro-communista propaganda, you know, because we could bring him back and have a good time. Alienito. Well, I'm not me, but I'm just saying, South Florida. He could be like, run, run for orphans. Don't you think he could win hands down in Dade County? Oh, yeah. He'd hands win something. Your pants? 512 votes on Chris's poll. I, we've got 15 minutes, and we need 13 votes to get to 525, which is the number I picked early in the show. Really? Sure. George is an ear witness. He heard it. Oh. Uh -huh. Five six seven oh five sixty. Don't let me forget. You know what I'm going to do? I have no idea. No, you know you didn't get the uh, soundtrack music from There Will Be Blood. I thought you can get that. Well, not instantly. No. 
Well, why not? An entire soundtrack takes time. I want the part with the violin music. Frantic, frantic, hysterical, loud, and louder, and louder, and just in, insane. Later on in the day, I'm going to spend at least three, four minutes uh, reading some of the reviews on here because it gets me so agitated from the student intellectuals. Oh, this was a brilliant piece of filmography by... Uh, it was uh, swill. It was just a waste of time. The, the only good thing is when you're on a plane, it, the longer it is, the, it's good because it kills more of the time when you're on a long flight. Not that you would know about that because you ain't going to be doing any long flights for a long... Or unless, Jolly Joe, unless Jolly Joe hooks you up, you know. Yeah, you'll hook me up. Maybe that's what he wants to talk to you about. I think we ought to hook him up. Five six seven oh five sixty in Pine. Remember that movie, um, uh, Hostel? I think we ought to hook him yeah. up to some of the stuff that those kids were hooked up to in that movie. WQAM, hello. Like some of those meat grinders and stuff. Hello. Hey, Uncle Neil. Yes. How you doing? Okay. Hey, I like George when he's on there. He's great, man. He's the best. That's what I'm hearing. I, I, hey, before you know it, hopefully you let him take over your show. And he can he can have it right now. As long as they keep paying me, it's all his. Hey, are you going to move to Canada soon? Am I going to what? Are you going to move to Canada and get it, get, leave us? No. Sorry. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I already left you a long time ago, schmuck. And you're part of the reason. There's not a call on the board, and we got 13 minutes to go. That's not a good sign. Because in spite of your negatory um, observations, we did pretty good today. Actually, I mean, you know, we had our usual case yeah, of, no, actually, yeah. of idiocy. I think we only heard from the great one once. He must be busy. <laughs> huh. Not busy enough. No, he must be uh, hatching watermelons or something. Oh, and guess what movie he was on? Uh, where the hell was it? I give up. I guess in Amsterdam. I don't know, somewhere. Birdman for, uh, of Alcatraz with the Burt Lancaster and Telly Savalas. Mm -hmm. What? I saw that. Good movie. It is a good movie. I've seen it a few times. WQAM, hello. It's going to go the other way. Yes. Yeah, it goes the oh, other he way. Hello, hello, Neil. Yes. What's up? What do you got? I got no life. <laughs> I have no life. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. He's got something, though. Five six seven oh five sixty. Now I don't want Joyce to get all upset. That was just a blueberry. I can tell. I could smell it. It was a nice fresh blueberry. Mm. And pound five sixty on the Verizon singular wireless. I think we're going to make it all the way through today without uh, delving into this pile of uh, huzzaray I've got sitting here. Political billboard showing nine eleven tragedy creates controversy up in Orange County. Marlins balk as Bremen testifies in mega plan suit. You go, Norman. No public money for those bastards. Sports names and restaurants, not always successful combinations, says the Sun Sentinel. It's all these different sports bars that have gone belly up, you know. Plane crash in San Jose. It was like God landed, it said the pilot and a 67-year-old passenger. President Bush backs Israeli plan for a strike on Iran. A manifestly insane subhuman being, your president. And the public's worried about, did Angelina have four or six kids? WQAM, Hello. QAM. Hello? Yes. WQAM, hello. QAM. Sounds like we're on a run now. WQAM, hello. You. Yeah. Can you tell George to please retire? WQAM, hello. Neil, please. Speaking, please. 
Oh, is that the Neil Rogers show? No, it's just Neil here. He just got the right number. What do you want, oh. Schmuck? Hello? What do you got? No, I just want to say I love you. You are not, yeah, I love your voice. Mm-hmm. Make me come. Uh, five six seven oh five sixteen pound boy. It sure is beauteous, man. It's seventy three and sunny. There's not a cloud in the sky. And I think right at two o'clock, I'm going over to Mickey D's. Could have gone there in Amsterdam. I, actually, we did once. I got a burger at, at Mickey D's, and tasted just like the one you'd get right there, wherever you would stop. Like okay. it always does. And that rat wasn't running around in there either. You know that there's like three Mickey D's within about a, a three block. Radius in Amsterdam on the dam rack? Three of them. No. And a Burger King and a Kentucky Fry. Well, good. Doesn't that make you want to go? No. WQAM, hello. Hey. I uh, saw a screening of the Dark Knight, and i got to tell you, I want to go see it next week at IMAX. Okay. I saw, I saw it in the regular theater. Mm-hmm. It could be the best Batman movie ever made. I won't see it. Oh, well, okay. The Batman movies have Batman movies have nothing to do with the Batman and Robin. They have nothing to do with the story. No, no. Well, this is not. Yeah, this is not your Batman and Robin thing. This is just a very, very dark. It's really kind of hard to figure out uh, once you see the movie mm-hmm. who's good and who's bad. I mean, Batman yeah. is right on the edge of being bad, but you should see it anyway. No. Okay. Thanks. No. No. I mean, am I right? The Batman movies, not a single one of them has had. In fact, most of them don't even have a Robin, or some of them, right? Right. right, but regardless, they've uh, they've blown, they've sucked a lot of right, them. exactly. And that Van, wasn't Val Kilmer being a Batman? I mean, who are they kidding? Yeah, is that some kind of a joke? What? Yeah, Joker. There's no more Cesar Romero. I'll tell you that. See, I was weaned on the uh, Batman and Robin on TV, which you can still see on like Nickelodeon and those channels. It's all over the place. Five twenty-four. Guess what? We're gonna make it. Well, I better go to Woodbine. I will. 526. We hop right over 525. 526. Say it loud and say it proud. We did it, Chris. All right. No, we did it. Oh, we did it. If you're going to own your own baseball team, you've got to say, We did it! That's right. We did it! Like that little fruitcake, David Sampson. We did it! That little screamer. That little silly person. We hate you, David, and we hate your baseball team, and we hate the whole organization. But nevertheless, Joe Rose gives him a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of props with the uh, the Marlins, the Marlins. He's a big on the Marlins. And that's because there's nothing else going on now. Once uh, that camp starts at the Marlins, at the Dolphin camp, then they'll drop that whole Marlin crap like it had uh, leprosy. You'll see. You know what I mean? What do you mean? They'll drop it like a hot tater. Oh, don't say hot tater because he might get some tater tots in there from uh, Howie's or something like that. Now, can we even mention how he's on the air? Or are we not allowed to mention him? You're allowed to talk about them as long as you're not After getting the food from them. After the $80 billion worth of food, you're allowed to get food from, from them as long years. as you're not talking about them. Oh, okay. It's 30 a day plus gas. Well, I rented Lincoln. Cash or credit. And I drove up in the hill. You want the insurance? And to recall how it happened. Well, it's good luck. It still gives me chills. What a weirdo. Followed my map of star houses. Yikes. And was shocked to see. Sitting on her front porch was Angelina Jolie. Oh, my God. 
Well, I walked up like I knew her. Hey, do I know you? But I saw her hesitate. Hey! But the chloroform started working then for her. It was too late. Put her in my car and rolled the windows down. Now she was my queen and I made her a crown. Take the stupid crown off me. And I've got Angelina Jolie in my basement. I'm in the basement. And I think I'll keep her there with me. And charge her rent. I'm not paying rent. Well, I hope she don't mind. I hope that she'll find that she likes the cement. I'm basement. How wonderful life is with Angelina Jolie in my basement. Let me out of here. Well, I'm schizophrenic, horror and manic. But I bet you'd give your last cent. To have Angelina Jolie locked down in your basement. Hello, Don't hurt my dog. I'll do it, mister. Don't hurt Precious. I'll hurt your dog, mister. And punch the dog in the basket. Bye, bye, bye.